I am Thor, son of Odin. As long as there is life in my breast, I am running out of things to say. Great, another broken white boy for us to fix. That's my secret, Cat. I'm always angry. You took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. With great power comes great responsibility. I can do this all day. Wakanda forever! All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Appreciate your patience. Welcome to the All-Star Falcon and Winter Soldier Review. Woo! <laughs> you are here with Views from the 616, the blackest MCU podcast in the MCU. multiverse, powered by For All Nerds, where we discuss everything in the MCU from the perspective of people of color. And as I said at the top, this is the All-Star Review of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know we had to do it big. You know we had to bring out the big guns. So, before we get into it, we gotta introduce everybody, give everybody they shine, you know what I'm saying? So, who should I pick on first? Everyone hates being picked on. Now, who do I pick on first? Who is this lovely person with the with the pronoun she and they that has this lovely head wrap? Who is this person? Please introduce I'm yourself. Muted. You got to unmute me. Wait, you have to You got to unmute, unmute her. <laughs> oh no, that would <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That would help. <laughs> There we go. Okay. Sorry, that was my fault. I was trying to be courteous and I remuted myself and then I couldn't take it off. Anyway, <laughs> hey y'all, it's me, Janicia or Jay from Tea with Queen and Jay podcast. I don't know if we're doing AKAs, but I'm not a lady. AKA Woman is Race Nerd, AKA Storm Every Damn Day, AKA Podcast La Beja, AKA Wondering Woman, AKA Free Sarah. Can Sarah get cute with Bucky without Sam being a whole ass hater? <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And we also have, I think, I think this is your first time with us. Fantastic Frankie. Please introduce yourself. Yeah. My name is Fantastic Frankie. Um, I have one aka the fanboy fighter. This is my second time here. Um, you know, I got challenged last time about freezing up with Ben Amin um in person, but very <laughs> wow. excited to be here. So about to have a lot of fun. Awesome. And we have, I'm letting the ladies go first or the, or whether you consider yourself a lady or not. Sorry about that, Janicia. <laughs> she said she's not a lady. But we do have the great blur girl in the house. Please introduce yourself. What's up? Janicia actually got me because I was like, oh, right, and my AKAs. Uh, what's up, y'all? <laughs> I'm Karama, a.k.a. the blur girl, a.k.a. Guinan, a.k.a. Uber Surge, a.k.a. Sci-Fly, a.k.a. the Bankai Babe, a.k.a. Negro Sonic Middle-Aged Blurred Head. What is up, y'all? <laughs> you came with the heat today. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. We got to also introduce the great black guy who tips always 20% or more unless you fuck it up. What's up, Rod? <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Uh, it's Rod uh, from the Blackout Tips, a.k.a. We Was Kangs, the Conqueror, a.k.a. The No Winner Soldier. I thought I told you. Captain Africa, America, Carly Fresher Than Thou, and, of course, the Black Power Broker. Appreciate y'all having me back in the spot, in the spaceship. Yo, wait. what? You got to say that Kang one again. What's that Kang one? We Was Kangs, the Conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And of course, let me introduce myself. I am Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Baptist in America, also known as the coldest winter soldier ever. And as usual, I am joined by my very powerful co-host with the shades. 
I feel like I'm still on delay, but y'all can hear me right, so we just yes. gonna work this out. It is your boy DJ Ben I mean, aka the off-white panther, the power toker, John Walk It Out, Yippie Kaye, Mr. Falcon, <laughs> a pimp named Sam Wilson, here in the spaceship as always. Thank y'all for joining us. Excellent, excellent. And as you know, please make sure that you are following us. Follow all of us. We'll give our ads at the end. But make sure you're following everyone here on the panel. Make sure you're following 4OLNERS at 4OLNERS, as well as Views from the 616. That's at Views from 616. And make sure you are subscribed to us on your favorite podcast platform because that's where you'll be able to hear this later. If you want to hear it again because it was so amazing or if you've never heard it and you know your friend got to listen to it tomorrow, we're going to put it up for you as well. Now, we got to get started right at the very beginning. I'm going to give like a really easy question to everybody on the panel. What did you feel about this series overall? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Was it amazing? Did it suck? What did you think? I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I wouldn't, I think there were aspects of it that were amazing. I thought, I think watching uh, movie quality action, Marvel movie quality uh, entertainment in a series is like really amazing and outstanding. So I thought we saw maybe a little bit more action out the gate with this than we saw with WandaVision. So I thought that was cool and really impressive. Mm -hmm. um, I thought we talked about a lot of black American shit that we don't usually see again in a Marvel series. So that was cool. Um, but I wouldn't go so far as to call it amazing or like it's not it's not the best shit ever. Because with that comes responsibility. With those conversations comes responsibility. And everybody's not always going to knock it out the park. But I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to, you know, if they decide we're going to do more seasons of this, I'm down for it. I'm with the shits. Okay. All right. What about you, Rod? You look pensive. What are you thinking about? Oh, no. I was just being patient and letting everybody go first. I didn't want to <laughs> jump, jump ahead of anyone. Um. I loved it. Uh, I thought it was really good. Um, I came in with kind of low expectations because I was really on some like, y'all better not play with me. Because as soon as they said Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm a big fan of the um, Sam Wilson Captain America comic. So I was like, man, please don't have me go through all this stuff. And then we ended with, he would never be Captain America. That's insane. It's only Steve Rogers. So um, really when... They had me when when he like when that dude was like, "Who are you?" As if he had never heard of Falcon. But he was like, "Who are you?" And he was like, "I'm Captain America." I was like, "All right, cool, we did it. It's a wrap." You know, like that's much higher. My expectations were kind of low, um, and I thought they did as good a job with the dual consciousness of African American race as you can at Disney. I don't anything else. I would have been like, "We got to put this on probably HBO or PBS." <laughs> Not PBS. <laughs> All right, Frankie, what about you? Yo, I enjoyed it. I thought it'd be super corny, like Starsky and Hutch. Like I was kind of dreading having to watch it. Um, and it ple it pleasantly surprised me. I'm not a big fan of Anthony Mackie. I think something about him pretending to be a hoodlum so he can battle rap Eminem has always been on my head, like on my conscience. Mm. So like, I've never liked him. I've always thought he was pretty coonish. And um, it, it's really, <laughs> oh, y'all. Fuck the free world. 
Am I the only one? Oh, no, you're not. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. Birdman. You are not alone. And he was chucking and jiving in this movie. It's on Netflix. It's called like Synchrony or something. I forgot what it was, but I was watching it and I was like, you already got the Marvel bag. Why are you still doing movies like this? I just watched that. Is it not him chucking and jiving the whole movie? I mean, he... You know, it's he, like he's being Anthony Mackie the whole movie. Yo, that's what he's being Clarence. <laughs> he's being Clarence, yo. So <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised. But yeah, um, I agree. There are definitely some flaws there, um, which we'll definitely get into. But all in all, I liked it. I thought it was like, you know, an eight, seven point five out of ten. Okay. Okay. I think you you um, messed up some cobwebs in people's head because they were like, that was him. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he wants y'all to forget, but I never will. Okay. Lord, I will never forget those wigs. Uh, the Blur Girl, what did you think of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I liked it. I mean, look, it wasn't perfect. I knew it wasn't going to be perfect when we heard that there were going to be reshoots at the beginning of last year. I think those reshoot shoots hurt the Flag Smashers story that mm. because all of the reshoots and all the stuff that got yanked out was about the Flag Smashers. So if it looked like Carly's story was a little light, that was on purpose. Um, loved, look, I called it. The moment I saw that Carl Lumley was cast, I was like, we get Isaiah Bradley. Because yeah. you do not cast Carl L- Lumley in a show and sit him in the back. You do not back. cast the Mantis and sat, sit him you. in the back. You don't do that. Um, <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> but uh, I like, I like Frankie was like, wow, that dude, the dude from, uh, that dude from She Hate Me actually is going to be Captain America, okay? <laughs> I wasn't bringing up all the I old was, stuff? <laughs> because it was bad. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. I do think with what, they, with what they had and with what they did in the time period that we are in, 2021, looking back at the dumpster fire that was 2020, mm-hmm. that they did a really good job. Do I, did I have issues with the way certain people were portrayed? Yes. Did I, do I think there's some continuity issues with, with Sharon Yes, but again, that leads back into the stuff that had to be reshot. She was never, I don't think she, I'm not saying she wasn't supposed to be a power broker, yeah. but there were there were certain parts of the story that they gave to her that I don't think were originally there mm. because of everything that happened and then the pandemic. Um, trivia, the production company for the show was called Pandemic Productions. Are you serious? Yes. What? <laughs> um, but it was really, um, but I loved the Isaiah stuff. I loved the fact that one of my favorite comic series, uh, Truth, Red, White, and Black, is now canon, not just in the comics, yeah. but in the MCU. Um, and I do th- see how they open the door for other things. Like, we have got to get the Young Avengers. The only thing I was sad about is that I didn't see Elijah flex. Because I want his powers to come genetically. I do not want him to take power broker mm. Drugs. Right, right, I don't, right, I don't right. want him to take enhancement drugs um, right. like he did in the comics because I'm right. tired of them portraying right. it like that. I, I mean, and this is the MCU. Like, they could make it happen. They could change, you know. They could just tweak it just a little bit. It's not going to be that far from the truth. If they can make uh, Tony Stark look tall, they can do anything. Ooh. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> uh, I, I, all, everything all of you said was pretty much my sentiments for how I felt about the series. Again, completely different, uh, completely different when it came to just presentation when we're talking about like WandaVision. Um, yeah, I've, I, Ben, I mean, and I on our podcast, we called it like sometimes you get these PBS specials of like, it's like, oh, this is about black people now. So, you know, it, you got, you had some of those things inserted and it, and it came off a little bit corny. But the other side of the things is I, 
at least in my view, especially when it comes to the white folks, hey, white folks who are watching right now, sometimes y'all got to be hit over the head with the obvious before like it clicks. So some of those, even though like we may have find it corny, I, I think it actually made sense. And um, it made sense for people who were also like learning a lot about the stuff that was happening, like to Sam, like that whole bank scene. That's real life, y'all. Like that's that's completely how it happens, how it goes down in real life. And yes, that was racism if you didn't know. That was just a form of it. Uh, that being said, Karima, you touched on something. You said, you know, like not, not you had some questions about how certain people in the, in the cast were portrayed. So I got to bring this question to everybody. What, if anything, went wrong with this series, in your opinion? It was Carly for me. Ooh. Like I, I, Carly had real potential. I wanted her to be like, someone they were labeling a terrorist that wasn't really a terrorist that was like just stealing food and like, you know, maybe burning down some government buildings that were empty. I think that would have been a better story. Um, and then just something spoilers y'all, um, it's been too long anyway, but just something about that scene at the end that was beautiful with Sam, like bringing her as this like martyr after she threatened to clap his sister. I was like, <laughs> I was like, y'all, this is not sitting right with me. Like, she's not, I just, it, it didn't make sense to me. And I felt like there was a real opportunity there for her character that she was underserved. And the same with Sharon, the, yeah. the whole thing with her, I, I don't know what's going on with her. And I know that that actress, Emily Van Camp is better as a villain. Mm -hmm. um, she In Revenge, she's incredible. Um, but I just felt like something about her seemed off, like, I was like, when, when did this all happen? Like, you know, I know yeah. we haven't seen you in a while, but I don't know. It yeah. just seemed really weird to me. Frankie, I have a couple. I have a couple of things about though, yeah. in terms of Carly as well as Sharon. Carly, that that her story and the Flash Smashers were what I, is is definitely rumored. I mean, there's so many people talking about it, and Marvel has not squashed it. That now it's sort of truth that everybody's saying. The one mm -hmm. thread is that the Flag Smashers. Basically, the um, there was a whole storyline that about the refugees of the blip were going to be purposely taken out by a virus, a huge unleashed virus on purpose. Okay. And Carly and eventually the Flag Smashers basically were found that out and were going up against. That was why she blew up that building. They took her people out she was so when she was if it looked like there was this really long drawn out thing with this woman that meant a lot to her and she was at her deathbed because she was dying of the virus that was unleashed but all that got squashed because they were like for some reason we're in the middle of a real pandemic we can't do this right. now um, so, I mean, hold on let me, that's let me jump a problem for me let me yeah. jump in right there though because the director who directed every episode she said that's untrue she's categorically denied it she now whether that? Yes. Now, okay. whether or not that's, you know, Marvel trying to cover their tracks, but she said, in fact, I read this article today. She said that uh, what they reshot really didn't have much to do with Carly. It was more like they added stuff for Carly. Like they added that scene where Carly and uh, Cheekbones are sitting there talking about, yeah, are talking <laughs> about <rich>. like <laughs> why they took the serum and things like that. Like they added a little more character moments, but she says that the story they shot was the story they had. So if that if that's the if that's the case, then I agree with Frankie. They did, Carly didn't have a story. It, she just went from zero to 
you know, she just... Well, either way, Carly didn't have a story because whether all of what you said is true or not, right? Because we know shit happens. What they gave us to watch as the people is what they gave us, regardless of right. who reached yeah. out what, who shot John. This is what they gave us. <laughs> and I, I want to... I'm just going to piggyback real quick on what Frankie said, and then I want to go back to um, Karima's points. But I, I love how Frankie lays out what happened because it explains the way in which... TV tries to make racism make sense, right? So they had to make Carly look like this monster because they couldn't they couldn't justify the way that we treat actual marginalized groups to where this what we're doing to these people in real life don't make sense, right? Mm. So they demonize a killmonger, they demonize a Carly. So in the end, you know why they had to die. Which, okay, that's fine. But then don't try and do this whole parallel with Carly and Sam. Like, we should understand each other. I am a black person. You are a wild ass, wilding the fuck out, white presenting ass terrorist, okay? <laughs> but I see we've got common ground. That whole, like, you, me, same shit between Sam, who has actual grievances as a whole entire ass black man, and yeah. Carly, who is wilding out as a whole entire <laughs> terrorist, murdering <laughs> civilians. That Thank bothered you. me. And they try to they try to make this parallel in shows like this all the time. Like, we're going to talk about black shit, but when, then we're going to parallel them to a fucking terrorist so that we can show you, here's the right way to do things and here's yeah. the wrong way. Nobody in living black American life is out here killing anybody. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, none of us are doing that. Stop trying to draw parallels between our lived experience and fucking terrorists. Like, it's just always a reminder that, remember, guys, let's not get violent because if we do, something might really change. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's, it, that was really frustrating, that consistent you, me, same shit. And then at the end, Sam gives this fucking kumbaya speech that oh I, know there were, that I, speech, I know there were oh black writers on this, but I told you the, the whole time, was corny to me. Right. The whole time I'm watching long. this show, too long. I'm watching this show like, all right, I accept it. Me and Sam, we're not the same kind of black person, but that's okay, right? Isaiah comes out the gate, tells him about himself. All right, cool. We're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. Yep. Then you give me this speech. And y'all all reminded me that white people watch this show too. So that's what it was. It was like, this speech is for the white people watching so we can tie this up and everybody feels nice. But you don't give up that long of a speech. You got all the white people symbolically being quiet and listening to this black man. And he's not saying nothing, but let's be friends. Yeah, let's be, let's be friends. Back. We could be friends. I could be Cap. We could be friends. So that that really that that was my major gripe with this whole thing is you keep trying to involve me and in my actual black American ass story and you compare me to a whole entire terrorist. It's right, weird. Right, right. It's weird. And it's it's weird. Well, let let's let's be really clear though. They're they you have to understand at the end of the day, right now, Sam Wilson is now Captain America. And on the on the show we call him, he's basically the mascot now. He is not a revolutionary and will not be a revolutionary going forward. With this mantle, he's going to have to go down this path of, at the end of the day, regardless of all the different ways he's handling things, it's more of the same. So it's going to be kumbaya. It's going to be let's all be friends. It's going to be, oh, we're the same, but we're different and we love each other. Like It's going to be that way because that is intrinsic in that mantle of Captain America. But it means different. It means something different when the person is black. When Steve Rogers, like, let's all be friends. Mm -hmm. He's asking his kinfolk, 
to get it together, right? Mm -hmm. But when a black person, when a black man is saying it, it is, as Isaiah said, um, giving up some of your self-respect, right? Because it's like, you're not, you're like, we got to do better too. No, we don't. We've been doing better. We, we are not violent. We you are doing better. Do better. Y'all need to do better. Okay. Yeah. And I, honestly, I thought that was the most unrealistic part was the finale. Cause one, Isaiah would have been pissed rolling up to the Smithsonian. He would have been like, y'all, I told you I wanted, I was in the cut. Why? And now there's a whole <laughs> Smithsonian piece about me. What is this about? And also if anyone knows an, a black man over 50, they are unrelenting in their ideals. And one speech on Fox News is not going to change it. So yes. you being on Fox, like, yo, um, you know, we all got to be together. And Isaiah not going to be crying. He's like, this coon. I told him, look at him. They got him. <laughs> like, I, I just, I just felt like it was getting too campy at the end. Sorry, sounds of New York. Um, okay. yeah, I was going to say, they're coming for you, Frankie. Yo, they hear me. The FBI have been on my stuff. Um, I'm in the city now, so it's way worse. Um, but I just feel like, at the end, they were really working to make it super campy and super like, let's just tie this in a bow. And mm -hmm. it was it was really frustrating for me. Y'all yeah. do realize that they're turning that the whole point of this was to make Sam Captain America, Iron Man and Black Panther. You do realize that All that ain't happening. Think about it. That's a that, but I, mean, I want to hear what Rod has to say. I, I want to hear what, would, I, yeah, because Rod, I was waiting for go ahead, Rod. Yeah, let Rod say it. I would hope Fahey ain't that uh, reaching that hard because that's a reach. Yeah, go ahead, Rod. Um, Iron Man was in that opening shot. Remember, Iron Man. Mm. I thought, I mean, I the speech didn't bother me as much because I felt like the whole point was to show what kind of black man would want to be Captain America, and that's exactly mm. the kind of black man that I think would be Captain America. So <laughs> yeah. I think. <laughs> you know, I thought it justified itself. I think also from the comic, uh, and especially when they announced they're getting a season two in the Captain America movie, I was like, it's really more about a journey that Sam took. It wasn't, this was not the end of a journey. This is the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then white people just put him through the fucking paces for <laughs> for so long that <laughs> at the end, it's like, Steve's back here, man. Take your fucking shield. I'm good. I'm going to go back to being Falcon. Um, and it kind of made you understand the burden of it. So... I'm really looking forward to seeing what they would do with this in a season two, because obviously you can't stop talking about race after you started this conversation. Right. Right. Um, and then for things that I didn't like about it, um, the main thing I didn't like was just the John Walker kind of nebulous, like, yeah, he, and he fixed it. And, and, and now, you know, like he's, <laughs> he's, he's cool. Right. And it's cool like, I, I don't, I don't know how anyone, watching came away with that feeling that he was okay so that was the my main like maybe they like and i'm sure they're gonna explore that in season two but and maybe it is making a point of you know white people get to just do horrible shit and you know be like but i'm not horrible anymore right and everybody's Sharon. like yeah he's a Sharon. good guy but yeah. um so that that bothered me a little bit um and then um, the other thing that I thought they actually got right, and I think I was more forgiving because Sam is a therapist, which is why he's always catching the hands because he ain't exactly a great fighter. This dude's a PTSD therapist. And I thought his connection to every character in this series was almost like therapy. It was, okay, I'm having empathy for you because you lost your arm in battle, but you were also a brainwashed soldier that was turned into an assassin. You are a child of war and you have, 
you know, you're a refugee and and have lost your home in the blink. And I don't think like you might be doing bad things, but I don't think you have to be to keep doing them. And I think you can be redeemed. Um, even the same thing for his approach to John Walker, which I wouldn't have, you know, once again, another person that had PTSD said the day he got that medal was the worst day of his life. Um, the same way he was with Isaiah. He was approaching him as a person that had been hor- horribly scarred by this, by the way his country treated him and and being in war. So right. that I thought they really got right. And it made him unique in a way that none of the other Marvel heroes have have been to me. Like, uh, I like this is a guy who actually does want to empathize with the everyone who's quote unquote against him in a way that uh, it's the I just Obama don't think effect. people can do. I can't believe I want them. I can't believe on Wanda Maximoff's um, internet, y'all be hating on John Walker. I really cannot. Oh, yeah, hold on, I cannot. Hold on, I cannot. Thank you, thank you, Frankie. Thank I you. love John Walker. And I thank love him you. since episode two. Once I saw how comfortable he was with his black wife and his mm-hmm. black best friend at his black high school, I started and I saw how qualified he was. I saw that imposter syndrome. And I saw that they were basically, excuse my language, being dicks to him from rip. He came up with his homeboy while they was getting folded by the Flag Smashers. Carly was washing them, throwing them off. Oh my God, Janicia's face. I'm sorry. What is going on right now? No, 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 Yo, they came up, stopped them, (laughs) gave them a ride because they were walking. And while they were walking, they were like, yo, you don't need to walk. We we on the same team. We trying to find them. So Frankie, faster. Frankie, and are you saying, you. we're finding Frankie, out the answer to who's John Walker's some misunderstood guy? <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Think about it like oh, this. Oh, I'm John Walker. John Walker. Wait, 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 yo, wait, wait. Think wait, about wait. it like this. John Walker, right? I could tell by the high school was an ROTC from 14, right? So oh, he yeah. from 14 was being told, this is America. This is how you're going to do. This is your values. And he, I think is, I don't want to say the word brainwashed because I don't want to say the military is indoctrinated. Yeah, he said indoctrinated. it. He said, it. He said live, you made me. You made they me. They made him. I used to live um, on a Navy base in Yokosuka, Japan, right? I would see people who Did lived she say in she's Yakuza? Yakuza? Did she just say she's Yakuza? <laughs> I'm sorry. I like to say you. Yo, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a joke. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I should say Yakuza. Whatever. Um, but either way, I would be on there. And there were people who were there for 10 years who never left the base in Japan. We are 45 minutes from Tokyo and they never left the base. They were eating at Applebee's for their wedding anniversary. Y'all laughing, but I'm, yeah. I'm dead ass. Well, this, I mean, is how I they were living. this is how I, they were indoctrinated. Yeah. And then, yo, he they tried to murk him and then they murked his mans. Okay. No, oh, hold no, on, hold on, hold on. I can't. Wait, 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 but, wait, wait. I've is, been sitting here real quiet. I got quiet. a question. Okay, and then, and then I'm going to answer. We're talking yeah, about two different because things. what I'm trying to understand now, I, I understand everything that Frankie is saying, but what I'm trying to understand is how that indoctrination is any different from your everyday run-of-the-mill white dude has been in, who's been indoctrinated and told that he is the motherfucking best and the supreme. John Walker was that, on that same that, shit. Okay, I don't care okay, how many okay. black wives, black kids, black <laughs> friends. Like, that's, that's they're all saying. indoctrinated in this shit. And being a regular white man are two very Thank different Thank you. But he's both. He's, he's both. both. He is that's both. both. He is different. That's the point. Okay. So then it's like, imagine being checked after being told, one, you're the best of the best. And then also telling you, then on the other side, they're telling you're a tool and you're only as important as what you can achieve. Okay. I think that's, and then that, I think black trumps that. I think black trumps that. You can't that, even be two black women with spears. 
Okay. That's not the you point. You won't feel away. You mm-hmm. won't feel away. Yeah. I, okay. This, this is the argument. Okay. This can, is very Bernie, bro. This is can, very. Right, Bernie. No, no, let, let me jump in right ben. here. Wait a minute. Time out. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, because I, you know, I understand it's not trying to trump wit at worst. Like I said this on the show many a time. White supremacy, a patriarchal system, affects everyone in this country top down. White men still get the least of it, but it fucks everyone. The military, the government is the big villain in this system. I mean, in this series, because it fought Carly, it fought Sam, it fought John, it fought all of them. Now, John gets to the least and John gets off. But here's the other point that I keep bringing up that no one got an answer for. Tony Stark, first movie, sits there and murders nothing but brown people. Um... Let's go down the line, right? Do, do I have to go down the line? No. I mean, no, 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 I mean Wanda did the same thing. Wanda did the same thing. Every single one. Wanda is, a, is the biggest monster. She's and, a bad and people, person. You go on Twitter and people worship her. It is a, think, you know, yeah, I, I think get what it. you're saying, I, yeah. it's a given though. Like I under, I definitely understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. White supremacist patriarchal capitalism affects everybody. And yes. that's a part of the argument to get rid of it. But mm-hmm. I think in the system, right, I think in the system, what we have to talk about and what we do talk about is, okay, so now at whose expense? That's what happens, is that mm-hmm. John Walker is going nuts at everybody else's expense. You know, and that's I mean- That's my point too. That's, like, it's that it's, we bear the brunt of that shit. Who did he put in danger? Okay, he killed yeah, his that, man. He killed his homie, his black friend. No, his homie killed got him. killed. His homie got, got killed. killed and, uh, out of him. All was reckless. in that fight. They were all in that fight, and that was their duty. That I, was their. I mission. do have a question. No, no, though, no. no. So but should, their mission was not to be there that day. Though. What's your should, question, Ron? Should John have kept the shield then? I would have. I'd be like, y'all got me effed up. Yo, how many times I? I'm doing your bidding, and if there were not any phones. You get what I'm saying? How many times did I see Falcon throw people out of a right. plane? But for mm. what it's worth, I mean, John was going that to kill. Jo- well, that wasn't intense. That wasn't. My worth- friend calls him the killing nigga. He is. Yeah. Yo, he so was killing people. All yeah, of right. these dudes. But for Falcon what it's be worth, sitting there shooting people with missiles. For like, what it's worth, John, like a- John was going to keep the shield. It had to be right. taken from him. So he was... His intention was always to keep it. And just yeah. to circle back really quick to what Janisha's saying, why I'm... I'm, I'm I'm kind of down the line, like like Frankie, like I at, at the end, I kind of get what you're saying about, you know, why is he public enemy number one? But it's also very obvious why he's public enemy number one, right? He's picking up a mantle after this beloved person who is basically, again, this mascot that's perfect. Now you get this guy that is not even a super soldier and he's clearly not perfect and he has some other stuff going on. And yes, you can talk about indoctrination and all this other stuff. But on top of that, he's a white man who feels entitled. And for anyone who says he doesn't have any entitlement, I think you're lying to yourself. There's absolute entitlement. There's entitlement when because you were told you were the best at this and the best at that. And because you are a a human specimen that gets studied at Harvard. If you told that and told that you you deserve this, then for him to be like, I'm Captain America and this is my shield. That's Mm. entitlement. Patrick, and also, like, to the club t- and Tony Stark they don't let you grave. in with your fine self. You're not gonna feel entitled. Well, there were two things. I don't need to be no, in. No, I, I, hold on, no, 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 Frankie. Now that's I too far. I, yeah, I don't. There's, I don't there's a difference like in white man. Yeah, that's too far. That's too far. <laughs> you're saying you guys are saying there's never, ever in any situation that you feel a little bit entitled. And I'm not here to say that he was best, but not I just like feel like do. we compare him to Steve. 
And Steve was not a real person. He had polio and dreams. And then he was frozen <laughs> for 80 years. And then he was in <laughs> he the Avengers ah! for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? She he said never polio and dreams. Right. Never, New he album. never got to live. You're right. That's, and that's my point, right? Steve is this 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 perfection, this, this angel character, right? This angel symbol that can't be matched. No one can reach, no one can, is, is, is uh, Steve Rogers. No one can attain Steve Rogers. And what they have done is, including the military indoctrination, they've essentially indoctrinated this dude, John Walker, to say, we need you to aspire to be that, knowing mm-hmm. it's impossible. But my thing is, at the end of the day, you are also still your own person. If you strive to have the ideals of, of Steve Rogers and you're supposed to be following him since you were a kid, I would think you would glean some of the way that he treats people, some of the way that he goes about life. No, you're not sitting next to him on every mission, but you see how he talks. You see how he moves. You see how he behaves. And you're not going to at least do that, that minimum. But there's also, it was said before in, in Captain America and then also Battlestar Lamar said it to him. The, the, the serum enhances what you already are, who you already are. And he's a title. That's right. It basically enhanced his entitlement and his PTSD and his crazy. It didn't enhance, like, Steve, what happened to Steve, it enhanced, remember, he got it early. He got it really before he saw real action. Mm. So he, and and what, so what John thought he was doing is, I'm going to emulate this dude. They made... They made Captain America like do a song and dance, and then he went off and fought in World War II. I'm gonna break off and I'm gonna do my own thing. And it's like, yeah, that's not no. Also, his entitlement made him walk into places and go, "I'm Captain America. You should just do what I tell you to do." Mm-hmm. And the yeah, but, I think uh, that's that. Yeah, Sam to be his sidekick. Then he spit in his face. You wouldn't be like, "Yo, I'm Captain America." You I mean, wouldn't you ask him to be your sidekick? He told Sam to be his sidekick, bro. He first <laughs> no. met this man Wait, and said, so "Be my we, sidekick." You act like that ain't, you know, his role. When are we, nah, when are you we gotta know my about, name, bro. When do we get? What do we get? When are we gonna talk about how everybody had a black best friend and how his wife looked like AOC? When are we talking about? That? <laughs> we Wait, get, we get, oh, we, I, I, I did want to say. We gotta talk oh, go about it. We, no, we but, can't no, talk I, about. I want to make sure everyone got their thoughts about John I Walker. I have to out. say, I have to say this thing about entitlement real quick because Frankie yeah. is giving me a headache. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna survive this call. Um, no, Frankie. I think the difference between the type of entitlement that that these white men have and what you referenced, with the example you gave with Tatiana or any one of us, is there's situational entitlement, and then there's white supremacy. Then there's the kind of entitlement that mm-hmm. gets us killed. So that's yeah. the difference. So I, I definitely agree that we can understand the concept of entitlement because we have all felt entitled to certain things that yeah. we shouldn't be entitled to necessarily. <laughs> but situational entitlement and that white shit is different. And so mm-hmm. when you combine, that's another reason why you can't make things not about race because it's a different combination. When you combine that white entitlement shit, then he takes the fucking super serum, then this, that, it's all the military. You add this, you add that. Like all of that has to be factored in. Yes. I um, think it's I because gonna... I've seen, I've seen soldiers, white soldiers, mm-hmm. and I don't like to defend white men. If you guys have ever been on my page, y'all know, <laughs> y'all know, but Fanboy I've seen, I've yeah. seen, I've seen what, and I'm not saying the military is this big villain. I'm just saying, I have seen what they've done yeah, to we, poor we are, white we, men. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't want that smoke, y'all. I don't, I, I don't no, I'm saying on the show, on the show, on the show, on the show, on the show. My I'm saying personally, I have seen white men, especially poor white men, right? And I don't, I don't want to empathize with them, but I do see how sometimes it tears them down and make it that being this vessel for the military is their only identity and this there's nothing else and yep. there's nothing else. Now I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm just saying 
the reason why I see people hate him after they were love after they love Zemo, who's a terrorist. After Thank they you. love um, Wanda, who like you know had children. I mean, Zemo could at least do a two step. Damn, yeah, y'all right. Right. He can't so right. See no. John Walker, no. He can't Zemo had clearly read Ta-Nehisi Coates, and I think making... y'all are just skipping over that. But dad, Zemo dad. had some thoughts on blackness in America and through anti-blackness that uh, John never showed. Zemo blew up them POC in that time? truck with no problem. They were giving though. him the hard press on being Captain America. <laughs> Nobody had time to see John Walker outside of that. And I don't even know what his drip looked like. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we're 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 talking about the way he acts when we don't know him. Well, well, hold on, I, I do want to say though. though um, yeah. He did decapitate a man on Instagram Live, and Yo. I'm sorry, but Steve oh, would not have done that. Yo, I think, and I think that's the moment that everyone wow. was like, hold up. You know what I'm saying? Because like Steve might have knocked that dude out, but he oh. wouldn't have did that shit. Um, and he put blood on, like the blood was literally on the shield dripping. You can't just be like, and I'm going to go back to work, see y'all Monday. Right. Uh, okay. up a Thank town you. on national television. That iconic scene when he shoots something and he walks away. Behind yes. him is yeah. people. Uh, Iron Man one when no one knew who Iron Man was before we got no, to get to know no. him. Wait, wait, Ben, wait, hold on. Just one just quick thing. I just want to say, like, these are valid points that, that you're making, Frankie, about it, but also the only issue when you are comparing people like Wanda and people like Zemo, we know these people. We already came to get to a point of liking or appreciating these people for bad or worse, for 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 for, for for better or worse, we've already have some type of understanding of who these people are, at least for more than one movie or or show. With Walker, this is the first introduction you have to him, and then he does what Roger said about decapitating someone with the shield or, or or taking off their neck, whatever you want to call it. My thing is that is going to hit different. We have not had time to establish a relationship with John. This is what we know with John. He 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 runs around doing fuck shit and then does the biggest fuck shit of all fuck shits. And then it's just like, how are people people supposed to react to that? Like, yes, you're right that people may be going too hard, but you can't deny that. Considering using your very point, if this is all we're giving, how else are we supposed to respond to that? The other thing I wanted to say too was that um, the very first opening scene of this series is Sam looking at Steve Shield like. I'm not picking that up because it's too heavy. Like, that's yeah. too mm-hmm. big a mantle to step into. So John answers the question of what kind of person does step into that shit without really having considered the weight of it. And I think you can only do that if you worship like a symbol and not a man. Like he didn't know he didn't he never knew uh Rogers. So to him, it's just like, wow, this lofty title is being bestowed upon me like president. As opposed to someone being like, I knew that man. I pl- I fought with him. I saw mm-hmm. what he went through. I was on the run with this man for five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this shit is not a game to me. So, no, I don't want to just, like uh, Donald Glover says as a, as a Childish Gambino, what's a hero if he isn't reluctant? I feel like that's kind of what this whole series was. It's the reason that um, uh, Bucky never picked up, not, never even considered thinking, I'll just replace Steve. Like, it's like, nah, because what that is 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 bigger than just, the title and you just oh yeah hey guys it's my new drip i got I'm captain america yeah. so yep. i think we saw we saw um sam go through six episodes to get to a point where he thought okay someone has to do this it might as well be me and we saw john go hey they called me on the phone said i'm captain america hey you know i'm going to work we did not see john that he was stressed he was stressed his wife had to talk him to get on the field we saw him stressed about the weight and we saw his insecurity throughout the entire show. 
And that was sure. what was being yeah, pushed up. So it's not dangerous. like he was like, yeah, I'm cat. And that's why he kept on saying I'm Captain America because he he felt unworthy, but he was assigned it and he's a good boy and he's going to do what they tell him to do. I think Sam's, Sam's, insecurity, Sam's insecurity was like, I'm not going to pick this up. And his insecurity was lashing out at people as I'm Captain America. And that's less, much less relatable for most human beings. Yes. Right. Some, some might say it's cultural, that behavior. I don't know. That's true. Also, Bucky can't, he knew who can be Captain America with 80 years of confirmed kills. He knew that like, right? But it's, I, I let's not make so. it seem like Bucky can, was like this great guy who knew the way can, he was can, like, ain't no way they let me do it. Right. Can I just jump in here though? Because like, all right, we talk about entitlement and all that, but the like, Dog, like, Tony Stark went to his grave, the most entitled man in the history of time, and people, myself included, cried. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, it's like, yeah. and Tony Stark, in his first appearance, the only thing that John has going against him, like you said, Tatiana, different b- between first appearances is he is tasked as the antagonist. You know what I mean? He's portrayed as that. But that's why I found this shit so problematic, just especially coming after WandaVision, when they portray Wanda as the protagonist when she's a fucking monster from the yeah. jump. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they do this in, shit in on this comments, show. For a lot of people who don't know, yes, she's, she was. No, see, I don't know. Hold up. No, she wasn't. Let me, let me, no, because I, I grew up reading Wanda. I, she's one of my, I'm one of my no, biggest. No, I'm just asking, let, I'm just asking you to clarify. I'm just asking you to clarify. No, I'm talking about on the show. She okay. is portrayed as a fucking, she is a fucking monster from the jump. When she takes over the town, when she knows she's doing it, et cetera, et cetera. When she, you know, uh, shame waltz up out of there. Like, oh my God, everything yeah. about that shit is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But it's like people sit there and ignore that because she's tasked as a protagonist. John's tasked as the antagonist. So everyone's like, oh my God, you know, he's the monster. Look what he said. Oh man, he cut off somebody's head. Like what? Falcon be sitting there blowing people up. I mean, every, the Avengers kill people and people are like, oh, he was begging for mercy. The Avengers don't give you time to beg for mercy. That's the only difference in John. Because mm-hmm. the Avengers be murdering people with no, like. <laughs> he said, with the quickness. <laughs> like, that's it. You know, okay. I, it's, just, uh, it's a difference. Yeah. All right. We talked a bit about, well, a lot of bit about John Walker. We, we touched on Sam. We're going to come back to him. Just thoughts on Bucky? I love the fact that they gave Bucky a backstory in Wakanda. Because I've been saying, what happened in that year? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and how did he all of a sudden, how come we can't all of a sudden read from a dictionary and he go crazy? Like, how all of a sudden is he fine? You know, and I and I love the fact that they gave that to Io because Io, remember, Io was still, I think, dealing with the fact that mm-hmm. uh, King T'Chaka died on her watch. So I, I really, mm. I love the fact that she was the one to work with him. I'm sure more Dora were working with him. But I like the fact that we saw White Wolf going through it that therapy, I wanted to see more of. Not that stuff in the room mm. with the other lady. Yeah, now. with the other lady, nah. Yeah, it wasn't. I, so the, I, uh... I love that part. I, I don't. I don't know about going off, checking everything off. I do like the conversation he had with Sam, but I really like the backstory. Yeah, I thought a lot of the work he did with Sam, the chemistry they have as actors, um, mm-hmm. was really good. Like, because yes. they were able to take it from like deep emotional grief laden like parts, and then also do like buddy cop film like. Like hijinks, like oh, and then montages like we're working on a boat together. And I was like, "Yo, Marvel continuous <laughs> like, like they consistently get very good actors to take these like parts of guy mm-hmm. with metal arm, and it's like we're taking it for we almost take it for granted. You like you watch 
you watch Paul Bettany, you watch like WandaVision and they do like literally eight different shows, literally. Yeah. And you're like, man, they carried every version of every sitcom and we're just taking it for granted, right? We're just like, yeah, it's Marvel. That's what they do. But <laughs> I really think um, like Bucky, the idea of Bucky is like, you know, PTSD, traumatized, sidekick, uh, guy whose mind was brainwashed into being <laughs> literally a killer, um, and, and then of course, uh, this guy who was uncomfortable with Sam not picking up that shield. And I love that line of like, I didn't even know what I was asking you to do when I was mad at you for not picking up the shield. Cause mm-hmm. I know that I'm not black and I don't get it. Mm-hmm. He spoke as I would, we all hope a white man would understand, right? Where I don't <laughs> yeah. need to, yeah. he, I don't need to do man. tongue in, in cheek and just explain anything. He found out on his own and he used his two eyes to figure it out. Um, and I loved Bucky this season. The only, and, and I knew, I knew it. I knew he was dating black women. It was confirmed <laughs> when he was, when he was all up in Sarah's stuff. Sarah let him bring the cake. If any white boy coming to the cookout first, you bring in plates. You bring in napkins, <laughs> you're not bringing food. So I was like, something going on there. I really loved how comfortable he was. Um, the only thing I didn't like about him was that whole thing with, I think it was Yuri, the Japanese man. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me deeply uncomfortable. I don't care if he's born in 1919, whatever. Anyone mm-hmm. knows if you clap someone's son, you don't, he was the highlight of that man's week, right? Yeah. He probably was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go see my young friend who's a soldier and we get to talk. And, th- and he, he clapped his son. I'm yeah. still mourning my son. And, and the man's name, his name is Yori Nakajima. And I that that was my main concern when it came to anything around Bucky's storyline. It's just that I did not like the idea of kicking with the father of the person that you killed. You know, even though you was you was winning soldier at the time, it don't matter. Like that is a strange way to deal with your trauma. And it's unfair. And it's actually and to me it's disrespectful because then I mean, I'm glad we didn't see what what I didn't want to happen is we get this scene where Bucky says what he says and then the the person of color has to forgive this guy. Mm. Like, I did not want to see that. And thankfully we didn't. But also just to understand, like, this man, this, he went through all this trauma already, all these years of not knowing. And then I guess you are bringing some form of closure, but it's also like, damn, so why would the fuck would you hanging with me? Like, I, mm-hmm. it, it felt, it felt, did not feel good to me. Felt like Bojack. Felt entitled. I don't know if y'all watch Bojack Horseman. Yeah, but I it love felt Bojack. like something out of Bojack, like dark and kind of like weirdly, like almost ironic. And then the thing, <laughs> the thing I thought was like okay, like about someone was more that it wasn't. It was never as okay. Like him trying to do that was all because he didn't want to do the work of actually, right? Like apologizing, moving on, and trying to like reconcile like what is what he's been through. Mm-hmm. And so it was all like stalling techniques of like, I'll chop lumber for this guy. And you know, I'll go, I'll, you know, I'll take him for a drink. And it's like none of this is actual any level of reparation or or fixing any of this shit. So like I do appreciate the ending was he actually had to come and tell that man who he was, what he did, and then and then move on. But of course, everyone in the show gets to move on, no matter what crimes they do. So yeah, yeah well, right. The only, yeah, the I only thing Bucky. I didn't like about Bucky was in the well. I, 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 there's tons of things I didn't like about that the final show episode, but I wasn't crazy outside of his apologizing to Yuri. Uh, Yuri, rather, I did not like him. Like, let me hang out with John Walker and we'll solve things. And five mm-hmm. five, I didn't like that either. 
Right, right. I mean, otherwise, I do like Bucky, and you know, I don't care what Ben Ami says. He always comes in. <laughs> he's laughing now. He always goes in on me because I talk about, "Oh, Bucky's my boy. He is my boy." Okay, Bucky about that action. If mm-hmm. I need a space partner and this, and I got this room of people to go with, I'm probably gonna go with Bucky. He probably knows what's up. Like, I just feel like, at, yes, he's done horrible things. Yes, yes, yes. But there's so much that wasn't by choice with him. Ah. And with Yori, the Yori situation being being one of the outliers, there's stuff that he has been learning and growing into. So that's why I gave him more grace than maybe the next mm. character. I was uh, listening to y'all's last episode about it. And uh, y'all were having that discussion about Bucky and stuff. And I, it is like, to me, I'm like, John Walker, how can you go up for John Walker? But then Bucky is evil. Like, to me, they both kind of like uh, the same, like different sides of that same coin of like, indoctrinated yeah. and all that other good stuff and then also mm-hmm. did horrible things and in this universe get the both of you considered heroes. Well, in the last episode, I said that Bucky was um drafted, you know, and he wasn't yeah. someone who willing to win into the military and then he was brainwashed. So none of that stuff is on him. Right. But my man sat there and kikied with Yuri and it's just that, that alone was like just the grimiest shit I've ever seen. You know, that's up there with Wanda right there for me. <laughs> That Damn. was some. I mean, that's some mental torture. Like for the rest of this man's short life, he got to sit there and be like, "Sure, remember every Wednesday? <laughs> he old. So. I remember every Wednesday when my man used to come around, the man who killed my son. Fuck. Do you think that's something that people of color it resonates with us differently because we we we. We really like deference, respect. These are things that we really hold dear to us versus like white people who are like, I said, sorry. You know what I mean? I wonder if that Yuri thing hit us differently. Does it go the same for um, when John lied to them people's parents about, uh, to Lamar's parents about- uh, I mean, she did get killed. I mean, you know, she got got. Yeah, I want to. Uh, yeah, but not what he said. Not what he said, and not by his hand. He right. was lying to, to them see, black people's face. I wanted to see more out of the sister. That look she gave him. Yeah. I was like, oh, can yeah. we come back to this family? Yeah, yeah. She looked like she didn't believe him. She didn't believe anything. anything. And mm-hmm. since since we're talking about his family, what do y'all think about tragic character Lamar, aka Battlestar? <laughs> Listen, by the time I got done, by the time I got done listening to Tatiana, I ain't care what happened to that man. See, see, care what happened to Lamar. His hairline. <laughs> that was his choice. Listen, a lot, of us had, a lot of us had white friends in college. A lot of us know better now. Okay, that's mm. all I'm saying. Lamar was a full entire grown-ass man following around John. Okay. But he he just like when he took that that serum, he became more amplified amplified, a more amplified version of who he already was. And I just don't see a brother with good sense. Being friends with a dude like John. And so when Lamar bit the dust, politically, yes, let's stop killing black people on TV. Also, I did not care. All right? right. I didn't care. <laughs> what? I didn't care then. I didn't care after it happened. Tatiana went on the next episode and she was like, I really didn't want him to die. I didn't care. I don't care now. I don't care about Lamar. All right? He got wow. it. He got wow. it. his frat brother that he was busting cakes. They killed people together. They almost died together for years. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it goes back to that military thing. I understood why he rode for him. The one thing I think, and this is something I probably made up in my head because I'm trying to rationalize John Walker, is 
Lamar didn't have any medals, right? Yeah, I know. I got you. But Lamar didn't have any medals. And he mentions right before he dies that he was on the same missions Mm -hmm. as John Walker. But notice he didn't have medals. And some of that made me feel like, okay, maybe that's why, you know, he has this imposter syndrome. You know, because he's like, my boy is black, and this is why he can't do this. So I got. He don't care. No, no he, he don't, don't care, care about that. I thought he because got the medals. He cared, but here's he, the thing: I honestly thought, I thought from the beginning when I we, when the, he had that conversation with when the wife who looks like AOC mm-hmm. first walked in, and then Battlestar Lamar came in the locker room after him. I said one of these two was not gonna be alive. The end of oh, show. absolutely! I knew it. Yeah, we <laughs> and knew that. Is, you. John, Too how many much, round people. This is again. I hear what you're saying about yeah. They they was boys who was who was killing in the field and all that together. All right, but how much is that your boy that you didn't even give him half the serum? Like you didn't even offer the nigga anything. Who, yeah. who knows what that serum was gonna do to you? He, he drank it anyway. He drank John, it for himself. Like, he could let him get a That's sip. my risk. That's my risk, though. I'm gonna give it to my boy. Now we both dead. No, just take a what? sip. Let him get no, what? Are they I, I, you, Frankie. No, what? No, you, you lost, no, 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 no. no. You yes. lost me there, Frankie. You wait, lost wait, me there. No. That man wait. swallowed they that shit. If I know anything it. about white people, if I know anything about white men, they will absolutely buy you a drink at the bar if you're that black man. <laughs> so that doesn't yes. even make sense. He wouldn't get this man a sip. He would get yeah. the man a sip. And also, he, and like, let's get rid of the whole, we don't know what it's going to do. He knows exactly what it's going to do because he knows mm-hmm. where the serum came from. He was there when it got taken or on the ground. Like, he knew what it was when he signed up so he knew it was going to be fine he sat there and said to Lamar yo if you had it would you take it you had this whole drawn out conversation about the serum and didn't even get your man's none yes I he don't was even like, have an issue like, with Lamar as uh, as like the actor or the character's portrayal mm-hmm. of the actor that like that didn't bother me as much I felt like the role was very magical negro Thank you. Um, it thank was. you. That's like, what I was Negro. saying. Mm-hmm. Like the series, the series was kind of the opposite of Magical Negro because it's Sam being like, I'm not a sidekick, nigga. Give me the shield. You Facts. know. So that like he already was on my like kind of like, man, sad you gonna fall for the white man's tricks kind of list. And then it felt very bagger vance when he died. The only thing it did work <laughs> for is the specific line of her saying I was trying to kill people that didn't matter. So I wasn't going to kill people that didn't matter. And him saying, Lamar's life mattered. And I was like, you know what, John? If you're going to keep killing people because they they killed your black friend, of the motives of people... That was on the nose. That was chew on the nose. Yeah, well, for me, it worked because I was like, um, the motives of of bad guys are almost never tied to like, you was fucking with these black people except for Killmonger. (laughs) So I was like, okay, white man, Maybe there's a little more to you than I was like saying, because uh, most of y'all don't kill when your black friend gets killed. I think my biggest gripe is I need Marvel fans to keep that same energy for everything. The way that Monica was a magical Negro, literally, she magic appeared when she stepped in front of bullets for these white children. That Mammy. It, it was Mammy. That. It was Mammy. Okay. So th- I just feel like we're so, and I get it. It's like we present some people as antagonists. We present some people as antagonists. And that's why we like some people more than others. But for me, I'm always like, keep that same energy. And some of the John Walker thing is I respect Wyatt Russell for losing 40 pounds and shaving that magnificent beard. And I just feel like we got to give him more flowers. Well, Monica, <laughs> Monica's still alive. So like Mon- they can do more stuff with Monica to flesh that character out. Uh, Battlestar is dead. 
So he yes. was just a magical Negro. That's it. He literally that's literally what a magical Negro does is he dies at the end. Right. right? That's why I'm saying Monica, people will be more forgiving of Monica because they're going to do more with Monica Rambeau. Yeah. And by the time we like this is an introduction to the character in someone else's story. By the time we get to the end, we'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, OK, yeah, that's I see where they were going with that. But we'll never get that for John for uh, Battlestar. He's just mm. dead. He was a magical Negro who served the purpose of dying to improve yeah. this white man. And man never even got it. Man never even got an emoji on Twitter. Yeah, we don't even know. We didn't. That's we true. Didn't emoji. That's true. And also about well, I really do hope we get more stories about Monica because her whole family in the MCU is being magical, and I'm tired. He oh, um, Lord Jesus. Uh, what's <laughs> Lord. All right, we got move on. We got move on. We got move on to another character. Um, Zemo, Baron Zemo, and Sharon Carter. Let's talk about mm. them. Yo, Baron- Sharon ain't even wait till she got off the property to sell out the government. <laughs> She was still on damn near on the steps. I got the secrets on the steps. If that's not white, that's white feminism. That's white privilege. Thank you, thank you, Janicia. Like there's cameras, there's this, there's that. You taking your freaking is that even your your fucking ghost phone? You taking your cell phone? You calling everybody? I got the secrets. I got you still on the property. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I I said on uh, our last episode that she can't keep getting away with it. They keep getting away with it. Like this happens all the time. And like I said. I, I understood, like, I didn't blame necessarily all the way for Sharon because the government did her dirty. They had her out in the streets. Like, she was had to fend for herself, all this stuff. And then despite her whole history, despite her family name, despite everything that they done, they do what the government does, which is throw you away mm-hmm. when you don't when you stop serving a purpose. So I understood her going at the whole power broker shit, whatever, whatever. But like you said, ink ain't even dry on the paper and man she's lid, on the phone just like I got whatever the stuff. I do what like, I want you can't keep getting away with this white woman you, you, it took, you they do it took, it took she, Sam they didn't even wait till she got home <laughs> <laughs> it took Sam becoming Captain America for them to even like quote unquote forgive her Thank it's like now that we made him Captain I guess we gotta give this white woman so once again black people paving the way for white people to get <laughs> their freedom and immediately white people using it for the wrong shit <laughs> Sam the only one get her absolved. That was what got me tight. Like she knew enough Avengers, enough people who fought, you know, um, Thanos to get off. You get what I'm saying? Like I just was like, no one else could have called. You, it, it just I didn't like that. And she didn't even leave. She didn't even leave the courtroom before she did the villainous face. Nobody who were in the like <laughs> she side to. She didn't have to. Nobody in the side was like, yo, that's that's a little weird. Did that y'all see that? They assumed the best of her. She turned around and was like, that's the same face they make when they ran up in the Capitol. That's the same that face. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's your girl. I'm on parlor. What? Yes. Okay. I think the other thing real quick about Sharon that um, because a lot of people talk about like, wait, they just they just made this up for the show. Mm. You know, uh, Power Broker was mm-hmm. always a dude. Even in the MCU, it was called a dude. I personally think there's more than one Power Broker. And I'm just, That's what the, I think. The thing that, even though everybody's talking about the fact that she was on the phone and didn't leave the property, I'm more concerned with who she was talking to. Was right. it Valentina? Was it Ross? Like, who was she talking to? Who was, because I think she was, well, she might have been speaking to somebody who was buying from her, but I also think she was speaking to the other power broker mm-hmm. um, because it was Power Broker Inc. at one point in the mm-hmm. comics. And, and Ben Hameen is making the face, so maybe I'm wrong. But I, I honestly think there might be more than one power broker and we're going to meet another one. I agree the only with reason that I, I think it's more than one. Okay. and I'm. I, I, Wait, we can't hear you, Ben Hameen. We can't hear you. 
No, um, can you hear me now? Hear yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. No, I was just trying to disagree right there. It's it because one, what happened? Like, like you said, Battlestar dead. Sharon Carter is the power broker. Like this series is done. Like you know, I don't think this is gonna carry on like that. Where they gonna go back and like remember how she's the power broker? There was another one. It's like <laughs> no, this and and also I feel like it takes away from her journey. Like to make another power broker, it she is the one. She said, you know, I got fucked over. I got. I went for mine. You know, mm-hmm. that's it. Was it was good motivation to me. I fuck with Sharon. Like I, I did not. I get that she's a white woman getting away with shit, but at the same time, it's like, like that. I mean, that's my thing. I hate all the Avengers. I hate everyone. You know, like all these motherfuckers <laughs> is trash up and down. Like I love them. Don't get me wrong. I've seen every movie millions of times. I love them. I'll just watch Spider Man today. But they all keep fucking up, and they're all entitled white people. You know, and so it's like Sharon's just another one to me. It's no different than Tony Stark. No different than you know. Um, oh, I'm not saying I'm not disagreeing that, but yeah. my thing is when you say this, this is it. You don't mean this is the last time we're going to see her because I think no, no, no. I just think she's the power broker. I think we're moving on. Yeah, I think she's the power broker. We're moving on from Armor yeah. Wars. Moving on. Okay. Okay. I yeah. get the post credit scene. The post the post credit scene is saying this is a story that's being extended to something else, yeah. right? Right. Armor and, Wars. And, I think. Yeah, and the thing her, is, her shit up. I don't think she's calling some other power broker. But we don't. Okay. We're not saying that she's not power broker. We're saying there are more. Right, like right. that's what I'm I thinking. think. There's more. I'm hoping it's um, Norman Os- Osborn um, because she was using a lot of green smoke. Okay, yep. and also so, that thing that was the the thing that clamped the door shut on the truck. I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. that very Doc Ock. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That looked very Doc Ock. Yeah, very Doc-Oc. it depends on which Doc Ock we're looking at because yeah, Sony can't make up their mind either. Right, so. and right, I don't right. think it takes mm-hmm. away from the story, Ben. I mean, like I feel like if she if there are other power brokers, it's still Sharon being like, I'm tired of y'all. This I'm making way more cheese as a villain, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm on the top of villainy with everybody else. You get what I'm saying? Like, so I don't Why think that I would come take down a job. Yeah, yeah like, Janice who is was, making that who face. Was gov- who wants <laughs> a government contract when you are in a private company making millions, billions of dollars running, running things? I feel, I feel like if you're on the top with everybody else, you're not on the top. That's the only thing. I want her to be on. Mm. The, if she's going to yeah. be a villain, go ahead, be the villain. You be know what I mean? Don't be like. Don't be like mid management build villain. No, you know no, what well, well, no, they weren't. Well, Drag no. on was DMX. not DMX. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you. DMX is Rough Riders. Let's not do this, yeah. Frankie. Let's not do this. Drag like, on. No. You did not love Drag on like you love DMX. Like, I don't no. want her to be like, listen, I'm the CFO right now, but I'm on, I'm working my way up to Power Broker oh, and, no. uh, at corporate. Like, no, go ahead and be a boss. If you're going to be evil, be a boss. That's all. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thoughts on Baron Zemo? That dude read Coates. That's all I got. Like, he read James Baldwin. <laughs> That's not enough. He's just a really so he It captures the African-American experience. Man, so many races read Coates. Like, that's not yeah. enough, dog. This dude is, he, he got y'all fooled. My he man read it, He read it truck. and understood the assignment. That there dude, was a black that dude woman was in the bar. truck. Even no, but- Bucky, even Bucky was like, I never listened to the Marvin Gaye. I just took Steve's book. <laughs> right, I didn't know right, we right, had right, to right. do that. And Zemo's like, I've been in prison and I listen to this nigga. What are you talking about? Right. What are no, you but I think talking about. The, but the thing about Zemo is he I look, I liked him because he stayed consistent. Mm-hmm. He is against any or he's against super soldiers, period. Let's in, in a in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. And any organization that supports them. Any organization that is coming together that 
is trying to do anything for them, help them rehabilitate them, make another serum. Anything connected to super soldiers has to die. The reason yeah. why I like Zemo is he's consistent. <laughs> Wait. Like a lot of the other people in Marvel. He is consistent. Like he, he is that consistent. man let Bucky walk. <laughs> he is consistent because no, he sees consistent. because Bucky doesn't fit that narrow field oh, of vision oh, he has. Well, actually, no, 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 the no, reason he, he wants, but he he no. wants to have a conversation with him first, right? because yeah. he's that doesn't mean he's going to try oh to kill, but not going to try to kill Bucky later. He still might change. I his think he will. Yeah, I think he will I absolutely will, try to I kill. Think he absolutely, he will. would kill Bucky last for sure because Bucky was brainwashed. <laughs> but he would kill Bucky when That's he blew up that truck full of people and they panned over to the butt lock. I actually was like, and that makes much more sense because he would not let that shit slide. He yeah. is an absolutionist when it comes to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in a way, he's kind of like how Ben Amin has expressed his feelings on this thing where he's like, I hate all the Avengers. Like, I watch <laughs> their movies, but I hate them. That is that nigga. He's like, I hate these people. They fucked my whole town up. I'm never going to let it slide. I'm never going to forgive it. And until the day I die, I will always be plotting against y'all. At the same time, I true. did read James Baldwin. And you're right. A fashion forward black man is only a pimp in America because there's a specific <laughs> type of anti-blackness that yeah. exists where you live, Sam. And I relate to that. But yes, I will blow. And you don't have a super soldier serve, so you cool. But I will blow your fucking friends up. And why would he kill? Why would he kill Bucky when Bucky was helping him? Essentially, probably kill the rest of these super soldiers, right? So he's like, yeah, let me work with Bucky. Clap all these people. Once they're all folded, then I could get back to my man's Bucky. That was his yes. mission in uh, Civil yes. War. That was his pl- entire plan was, I will use Bucky, get these niggas to kill each other, and then Bucky, I'm sorry, but it's you too, bro. Yeah. I would have clapped his ass at the ben monument ha- then. Ben Hameen <laughs> is the ben Hameen is a Baron Zemo of fandom. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hate them niggas. That's all he says. I hate them niggas. That's every time. Ben every is time. worse. Ben would kill the unpowered ones too. I'm sure. <laughs> no, ben would no, kill, no. Ben would kill no, uh, see, Hawkeye for sure. No, see that's thing. I'm not, I, I just want. I just want them all judged the same way. That's how you know. That's how I feel. It's not about like like my thing is therapy or death. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like like none of that. You know, nice lock. Cause just want us way past putting in jail. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like it's it's you need help or you gotta go. You gotta be removed. <laughs> right, right. Okay, we mentioned uh most of the characters already. Like we we said a few words or more about some of these people. Um just just a couple that we didn't necessarily hone in on quite yet, but really Sarah, Sarah Wilson, Sam's sister, as well as Why? potentially Isaiah. Any thoughts that you haven't said yet? Yes, yes. I have two thoughts. First of all, Sarah should be able to date whoever she wants, all right? Okay. If you need a night, nice, Bucky has proven himself to be a nice man. Sam, why are you being a hater? So that, I hated that whole little exchange. That was corny. But he's a little, her, you know, he's doing the brother thing. You know, brother, don't talk to my sister. Yeah, they but that's corny. like, that's because men, men don't know the reality of what other men are out there. So you know mm-hmm. that this one man is nice. He's checking for your sister. She been out here working for five years while you was asleep or doing whatever. Can she live? So that pissed me off. Wait, but wait, also, men don't know the reality of other men? Uh, they act like they don't. No, they act like other men are safe li- and she can just find another, another nice guy, <laughs> another nice, safe person. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm aware. They're lying to us, they're lying I, to each other. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't go with Janice on this one because my brother's married and I still don't like his sister. My sister. <laughs> oh, Lord. Wow. Oh, no. He don't listen to this, do he? Okay. <laughs> Well, you gonna send this podcast right. to him? Check this episode <laughs> Hello, out. Right? Fifty-five minutes more. Quickly. All right. So, so there was. We don't know how good that Wakandan program was. Okay, we don't know what's gonna trigger okay. him 
Okay. If I was, I, I, if I was Sam, I'd be like, yo, I like you. We can hang, but you can't be sleeping with my sister. You have a nightmare at night and you choke her with a vibranium arm. I'm not doing it. I'm that's not- fair. She that's, might like that's, that. That's the, that's the only thing I'll accept. Okay. My other issue, this is my other issue with this. So Sam is running around being this kind of black person that I wouldn't hang out with. Right. All good. <laughs> We're not a monolith. That's fine. Yeah. He, they finally have episode five. He has this black ass conversation with Isaiah who lays down the facts and, and expresses the experience that a lot of us have here in black America, this feeling of like distrust, very warranted distrust, yada, 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 yada. Then him and his sister are talking and Sarah's like, I'm paraphrasing, but basically you're going to let that bitter old black man (laughs) tell you tell you what to do or influence how you think about things. It's like he spits all these, Isaiah spits all these facts. And then when him and his sister are together, it, that scene to me, it was like an effort to kind of diminish what Isaiah was saying as if he was being too extreme or as Mm. if he was being bitter without cause. And I just feel like it was a better way. They were doing that thing again, that fucking Malcolm X versus Martin Martin Luther King shit, where it's like, you don't you be that bitter. Don't you be that angry. And I really wish they had just like left that scene out or maybe talked about it. Make that an extended scene where you have a thoughtful conversation about why your politics are a little bit different or why you as a younger person who wasn't in prison for 30 fucking years, why you might be able to say, oh, well, this is how I see it. This is why I might want to do it. Have a fucking flushed out conversation. She for real like, you going to listen to that old bitter nigga? And they both like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to front What a bitter old like, black man. As a friend. Yeah, it is. It made me mad, though. As a friend, as a friend. (laughs) Wait, wait. Frankie literally just said, if anyone has ever met an over 50-year-old black dude, like, they're a distant, far away, like, concept. Like, we've never, like, we don't fuck with older people. Yo, I'm just saying I've heard a lot. Whenever I speak to someone, a black man, uh, over 50, (laughs) I feel like they are unrelenting in their thoughts and right no that's true i was just talking about the way that you mentioned them as if they were this like foreign unique like thing that we don't often come into contact with but because they were acting like we weren't when he was all like yeah sam you're right i've never seen no black man well well, i will say though he didn't say sam was right he didn't say sam was right he said he said you almost got me (laughs) And that is what an old black man would say. That's true. He didn't matter how long you yeah. talked to that man. He was not going to. That speech could be good as fuck. He let that man finish his sentence and said, y'all almost got me. And it sounds like, well, can I show you the statues? Like, that shit ain't going to work either. But sure, right. let's go. <laughs> let's do the statue, nephew. Um, I was going to say, though, <laughs> about the sister. I, I wasn't that upset about that scene because that is what your friends and your family do. Because she true. didn't see that conversation. She wasn't there for that deep true. shit. Yeah, he called true. and said, yeah, so he told me I shouldn't even do the shield. She's like, nigga, you better pick up that shield. And he was like, you know what? You right. <laughs> I'm, I'm tripping. We can't even get a loan. Right. Help us. Uh, <laughs> like, what are you doing, Sam? Mm-hmm. Get these checks. You're going to be on a box of Wheaties, and we need to get the boat fixed. <laughs> That's facts. Get this money. That's a good point. Get this money. I hear She you. was being supportive. But um, the Baron Zemo <laughs> shit, though, I fuck with him. Um, Isaiah... I, I fuck with him too, and I love that they never really truly had him come over. Like it was all just kind of like, all right, like I see you gonna give it a shot. Cause right. to me, that is the mantle of blackness in this country. It's a bunch of old people who went through a bunch of shit and they're like, it ain't gonna change, nephew. This what it is, it's fucked mm-hmm. up. 
And I, if I had it to do over again, I wouldn't have gave a fuck. And then there's younger people who are like, I can fight the fight. I'm going to change. I'm going to step into the mantle. I'm going to believe in something else for this nation. And then there's even younger people than them that watch them. And it's just the cycle of blackness throughout America. I feel like you could take a that that any black family and take like a, a, a time capsule. And you would find that now in all of our families when we hang out. You have your older people who are like, yeah, shit is fucked up. Mm-hmm. And you have your middle-aged people who are like, yeah, but we got to try to change it. You know, we can defund the police. And uh, your grandma was like, that ain't never going to happen. And then young people are like, why do we need a world with police? And I think that's what we saw. Mm-hmm. And hopefully Patriot will be that. Why do we need a world with police when he comes into it? Mm-hmm. I do have another thought about Isaiah, though, that is it's the only thing that kind of bothered me. And that is, I really wish they, it, remember <clears throat> in the comics, it uh, Steve Rogers did know. Mm-hmm. about Isaiah, and I don't think Bucky did. And I really wish it was like that. And let me explain why. Mm-hmm. When basically he left with Steve and traveled all over the place, mm-hmm. and they were uncovering all the secrets of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then Tasha dumped all of everything on the internet, right? and all of the digging that they did, they never found out anything about Isaiah. Also, the fact that if it was canon, like the comics, Steve would have already known mm-hmm. and would have taken him to see him. I think it would have been more interesting if it was Sam taking Bucky to visit this other super soldier who got through it mm. and they recognized each other from the fight that they had mm. back oh. in the day. I think that might have been a little bit more interesting. That is only one thing, a little pet peeve I had, because I was like, I understand the point they were trying to make, but some it was one of those points that I felt like, oh, that was a little contrived. I my, really, my really friend said, it was um, the other way around. My friend Randolph said he would have liked the scene with old old Captain America and Isaiah. Isaiah, like like yeah. at least at least like even if they were he said even if they were just sitting together that would have spoke volumes about like the parallel of both of them. This is my question: Do you guys think that old Steve didn't know about Isaiah? Pete, he's with Peggy. No, in the MCU, in the, in MCU, the MCU, no, but they said it. In the MCU, he said it in the show that Steve never knew. Right. But that's what. That's my problem. That's this my problem. I saying. think he did know. He said that. No, no, no. Steve never said he didn't knew. Right. Ah. His homeboy said he Got didn't it. knew. He doesn't oh, know what okay. Steve know. And because Steve came back, he said, "I uh," and then did basically right. And I know right. they probably had some conversations after, but there's no way Peggy didn't know. They didn't pillow talk once, like, yo, what they doing these black people is wild, but like, oh, we gotta figure it out. You get what I'm saying? She, he was there for 80 years for 80 years under the radar. And Peggy was the head of all that. I don't know if you guys mm. seen AJ Carter, but there's mm. no way Peggy didn't know about Isaiah Bradley. And there's, how- I don't know. They had a whole Hydra revolution in their organization they didn't know about. So. Yo, but yeah. that wasn't, <laughs> I don't know. Shit. I don't know. I thought the point was that Isaiah wasn't really part of that Hydra stuff. I thought no, it was- young, No, he was in jail. Not Isaiah. No, 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 no. Say, what I'm saying, saying the whole Hydra situation happened under their nose. So no, I get that not- point. But what I'm saying is yeah. the point of Isaiah was he was a U.S. government experiment, right? How could yeah. Peggy not know about that? About them using a serum of an experiment she was part of and a program that she was probably part of. She probably knew and she probably told Steve. And that's what was my biggest issue with Steve is that we idolize it. And I'm like, Steve. But that would have been before her time because you got to remember, Steve, Steve, was Captain America when Peggy was still a soldier before she was ahead of anything. So like whatever happened with Isaiah happened even before Steve. And remember, and, and remember with Peggy after, but remember Peggy's show though, she wasn't being privy to anything at the beginning. She had to fight for every single piece of information. But yeah. beyond, 
Because I think it was before season, season, right? No, I, y'all, we mixing up the comics okay. and the show. In the okay. show, they hinted that he was after. He was Winter Soldier time. He, mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So he was after Steve. And that was the whole impact. That he did the same thing Steve did th- a couple years prior. And he got tested and mm-hmm. went to jail for it. And yes, Peggy did work for everything. But at the end of the day, which we saw in Ant-Man, she was head, um, head bitch in charge. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So th- there had to be a point where she was privy to that information. And, and how could she not go back to her husband and be like, Hey, yo, there's wild of them out here. Like, we, yeah, yeah. this is crazy. But, I, there's nothing I could do about it. But, but well, this- maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll find out in Loki because that's going to be the time traveling one. But hold on. I think, yeah. I think the real issue there is that you can't really start worrying about what Steve did during those 80 years because it immediately makes him the most monstrous right. character the MCU has ever seen. Right. You can't you think know, about like, it because my man didn't leave homie with the winning Powerball ticket. He could have did yeah, that for yeah. his he man, Sam. Everybody would have been good. He my man could have ran away. He you know, wouldn't even bet on like the World Series. Like he yeah. was that, like I'm not fucking with the timeline. <laughs> yeah, on, so like, yeah, you can't, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't stop worrying about it because if you start, yeah, he's the most monstrous character the MCU has ever seen. Nah, I got the impression that he went back, he canoodled with his wife, and he yep. kept his nose down. He didn't fight for anybody or mm-hmm. for anything. He was just yep. there, like, for self. And I think we're supposed to feel like that's an okay thing to do and see him <laughs> as somebody who sacrificed so much yeah. as Captain America, and now he can go back and just do him. He definitely turned a blind eye to all kind of racism and all, <laughs> all kind, kind of, of shit. shit. He didn't Fuck do a him. goddamn thing. His his man's Bucky gets tortured. Going back, going <laughs> back and spending time and getting married to his wife, that would go against his ethos too, though. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's what he went back. He's he said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go and do me now. I did y'all, yep. and now I'm gonna do me." And then, but they oh, say that's, that's, that's it. And maybe so he care. know. Maybe he knew what was coming. He knew 2020 was coming, and which is that's why he came back to give uh, Sam the shield. He's like, you gonna need this. <laughs> hold it, as I said, hold this L real quick. That's what it is. It's nothing but an L. <laughs> yeah, no. I now he's on the moon. Like, here's the thing. This is this is superhero science. The same way that the that please talking about timelines and time travel in the MCU. That is what gives me agita because yeah. they just yeah, yeah they yeah. make it up. So it's again, Frankie, you're absolutely right. If this, if point A was supposed to go to point B, there's a lot of things that we wouldn't like about the MCU. I hope, I hope in Loki, there's a scene where Steve tries to help somebody, and then Loki shows up and be like, "Dude, you just fucked up like World War Three. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what I hope. <laughs> stop. Don't yeah, do stop. It. Yeah, yeah, don't All right, do y'all. It. Yeah. I have this um, figurine here. Hopefully, you'll be able to see it. This is <laughs> this is uh, the figurine or one of the figurines coming out for um, Sam Wilson as Captain America. As we saw, he really kind of unceremoniously debuted the new costume, mm-hmm. um, and it's actually damn near a, a complete replica of the one in the comics. That said, what did y'all? Two questions: One, what did you think of the costume? And two, why did Wakanda give them a costume with all these fucking? you know, aggressively patriotic colors. But, you know, I know why, but I'm just curious to know what y'all think about why. Because it's canon. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. I had a problem with the suit in the comics. I've, I've been said that. It makes absolutely no sense to me that somebody who's supposed to fly and fly at the speed of a jet has nothing covering the top of his damn head. It doesn't make any sense to me. Because <laughs> he likes to feel the wind. It doesn't make any sense to me. And he only has, and he only has you gonna, goggles. He's going to see these the waves. Sky. He should come down out the sky with bugs all over his face. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. You see he this? Should... 
Look, Battlestar died with no edge up. You are going to see this man's edge up. You, you know what I mean? I mean? He's I agree. living for Battlestar. I, I mean, from a functional perspective, I agree with you, Karma. For me, from, from a fashion perspective, I hate it. Um, I'm never really like the costume version. Again, I call it aggressively yeah. patriotic. It's no, I didn't much. like it either. And, and, also, the, and, the sho- and the shoulder pads. And, yeah, it's too much. And, and the thing is, for me, <laughs> just from a, from, from a looks perspective, it, the, it, a lot of it didn't translate for me to live action. Like the whole white cowl situation, I'm, I'm not with it. What did y'all think about what uh, camera gave her views what did y'all think about the costume i feel like it fits into what's going on here he's the type of black dude who would be captain america he's the type, <laughs> he's of, black type of black dude, dude. Who, wait, would, wait. who would give that speech he's a certain type of black dude who fucks with certain type of pa- he's the black dude who actually when they have a cookout on fourth of july it's oh, an no. independence day cookout it's a yep. flag there he's a flag waving black american dude some of us fuck with the flag some of us do not he fucks with the flag he fucks yes. with the flag. So yeah. Yeah. I personally, my only relief was that I was just relieved that they didn't find a way to put more red in it. And oh God. I was like, this is what it is. I, I honestly, I really what, liked What do you think, the... Frankie? You like the costume? No, I hated it. But I wanted more red. Um, just because I feel like for me, it would be like, this is the blood that y'all to build this country that my ancestors. I don't know. I just felt like so red. You want the Pan African flag as a color? <laughs> something. Yeah. About. Please, like, I just want about. Clarence to pretend like he care about us a little bit. He's not here to shuck and jive. And you're right. It was like it was um, almost abusive how patriotic this costume was. Abusive. If John Walker would have wore it, would you have liked that? He's a blonde hair, blue eye. The country was made for him. Wait, and John Walker put his suit on, and he's like, "Oh, it's just a like Captain America, but black." I but was black, like, "We actually right. said that." Right. The whole we all know the whole last episode was just this PBS special, right? We knew <laughs> right. that. We knew that. So when he said that, also one more about that, it showed that that boy is is. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> that that it's boy okay. is just in trouble because he's so hyped to be part of anything that's government related. You get what I'm saying? But either way, about this costume. It sucked in the comics. It sucks here. It's unrealistic. And all I could think about when he was fighting was like, how is his arms not broken? Yeah, I can blame it on the vibraniums. But he was taking hits from Super Soldier. It just didn't seem real. He was pushing up a truck. I don't care how those... I, I, I'm just going to say it's enhanced of vibranium, vibranium nanobots. Or something. Something's helping him, yeah. his strength-wise. Even T'Challa needed extra strength with his vibranium right. stuff. Right. I'm just going to say it's in the suit. The man flew into a helicopter and got thrown into a building and didn't have a concussion. I'm sorry. Right, right, right. And yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, if we're going to start applying real world physics, 27 products yeah. later into the... Yeah. I, I'm out. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> Yo, but they didn't even put the absorption thing. I was like, Wakanda gave him the... Like, like Tony Stark got punched in an Iron Man costume. Tony Stark would be jelly. Oh, you're, ta- you're talking about like Black Panther's suit, how it absorb the force... Mm. And it's then, like if they gave him a Mercedes, but the windows, you know, you got to crank up yourself. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Why would they not give him the good stuff? I was it like, was like, was like this it, it was like a kinetic. It was like a kinetic field or kinetic it, 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 force. It, it takes a kinetic energy. But yeah, but but Frankie, I like Rod is trying to get at Alutu. I didn't sit there and really think about the science behind it. I'm just going to be like, look, it's more than likely. I'm just going to guess that it's some vibranium situation happening that's helping him become be protected and stronger. Because, like you said, there's no way in real life that he'd be able to do half of that shit. All um, that shit is magical. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they, you throw a shield, it ricochets yeah. off twelve walls back into your hand, no. and 
you catch it and you don't break all your fucking fingers. Like all of it is magical <laughs> bullshit. So I like I'm not, like I don't even stress about that. The costume does look weird or whatever, but I don't I don't mind. And I'm with Janisha on just he's the kind of nigga that wouldn't even care about yeah. that. So like yeah. I you know all and that's all I ask for the show. I don't ask it to have my politics. Just if these are the characters, just make them feel consistent. This nigga would give the speech. He wear the costume. He do all that shit. Cool, man. All right, man. Good. Good luck with with the um with the little Captain America thing. Mm-hmm. And I really liked. I really did the training montage that they did. Like mm-hmm. when he was trying to get the hand, the hang of the shield. That mm-hmm. really kind of sold to me. So that when he came through that window and he was wearing the uniform and all that shit, I didn't need a lot more ceremony. Honestly, okay. actually, to Frankie's point of abuse. I actually would have been more offended if they made a whole big production of him coming down in this red, white, and blue costume. Yes. Let's not make it a whole big production because right. half of us don't even fuck with the flag like that. So this is for whoever, whatever black folks hang the flag on Independence right. Day. This is for yeah. y'all. En- enjoy, beloved. That's fine. Enjoy, you didn't beloved. even get an HBCU introduction. Right, right. But if they made it a ceremony, I would have been offended. That's a fair point. But then they made him come down like, you know, Angel Gabriel with the body of Carly. The wings are lit. The wings are fucking lit, though. I like the wings. Me too. But you all do know why. You know why he he didn't get the... Oh, wait. Back up. Everybody understands why John Walker had the whole HBCU entrance, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was a press tour, but also it's very public yeah. that Sam didn't take the shield. He right. said it, but they still have to publicly go, okay, but we like black people, so we need to make this work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. get every, you know, find a band. Get all Atlanta. the Negroes together, of course. Exactly. Yes. So it was, all, it was a whole press thing. But I, what I'm hoping, really hoping, before we see the next Captain America movie, is that this is his ceremonial outfit. And that we get to see it. He, he gets an upgrade or another version. Or Shuri sees it and goes, what are those? And we get a whole other. <laughs> yes, yes, he did a press conference. It was a press conference. He, and then the yeah. same man the same man that handed it from, took it from him that said, you, you're doing the right thing, was the same person that, that handed, handed it to John, to John, John Walker in the yeah. next episode. And John couldn't wait to take it from that couldn't back. Wait. He was so happy. <laughs> him i thought he gave it to him but not like this is my thing sam was already his own hero so right. i read it as like oh no cap it. gave me this oh okay you know here y'all go yeah. type thing not like i actually be i no. didn't he told me i should be captain america but right. i'm not gonna no, do it here y'all go. He, you're right he right, didn't right. say that but right. there was a like a press conference because he was in front of a podium and there was mm-hmm. press there when he said it so i don't i, don't I, don't know. I thought he was just a proxy you get what I'm saying? Like here, me as Captain America's proxy that doesn't have eight bodies in the clip, 80 years of bodies <laughs> in a clip. I'm here as the proxy to say here, you guys, you, the United States government should have it because, you know, and to be honest, I think it's their property, you know? Sam is not, gov- I mean, it's, uh, Captain it's, America it's not really their is property. not government gang. Remember, and he's, neither. Not team, he's not team government. He he's not. Said, no. Here's the shield, bring it back to the government. He would have given it back to his people, like, here, y'all do what you think is right with this. And right. Sam, and, what and he the, thought was right was to give it to the government. And really, yeah. the right thing would be to give it back to Wakanda, because that's made of vibranium. It belongs Thank to you. them. Thank you. Yeah, and- but Sam is ADOS. You know Sam is xenophobic? <laughs> Sam is xenophobic. Oh, I like you. Sam is xenophobic. I remember oh that. You know what else? Um, you know what else? 
from John. How does how does John get graded on the curve for getting beat up by the Dora Miller J when every man in that room got their ass whipped by the Dora Miller J except Baron Zemo? He was the only one crying about it. They all knew right, which says something about John. He was crying like a motherfucker about getting that ass whipped from them black women. He couldn't take, but he put his hand on their shoulders like he seen them. He was real familiar. He yeah, was Battlestar real familiar, knew. but he's never Battlestar met the Dora. He's never met the look. <laughs> and he even said okay. that they didn't tell him about the Dora, so he didn't know. Here, well, he found out. <laughs> he <laughs> fucked around and he found out. Sam, now that Sam is Captain America, do he get a government check now? Will he yes. be able to sustain that his boat family? Clean. That boat was clean, and that's where okay. the cookout money he came get from the for the fish broil. They had to wait. They could fix the boat and help it be clean. Thank you. It wasn't the government. It's a neighborhood. Where are the checks? Where are the That's checks? all I want to know. Where's the money? Where's my bag? Where's I? Does Isaiah get in the bag? He's dead, right. but is he getting anything? Like, like what's what's happening here? Like, like I can't believe Tony wasn't paying him too because in Ant Man, which yeah. I got really upset about, mm-hmm. um, and this is also why I think Anthony Mackie's a coon. Um, when he was there protecting, <laughs> oh, because why they had Anthony Mackie? They probably were like in a room in the writers' room, like, hey guys, um, who wants to be the one that this Ant Man destroys? And Ant Man is like. Anthony Mackie's like, I'll do it, da, 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 da. but whatever. But when Ant-Man was there, he was protecting Tony Stark's property. That was his property. And Tony wasn't cutting him the check. He was only getting subsidized checks from the government. That's crazy. Well, it was that's that five-year gap, I think, wait, that fucked wait, up that's the credit. What, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but but even you guys before are missing then, up the blip. You guys are missing up yeah, the blip. But yeah, even well. before the blip, he said, I got government grants. He didn't say, you know, I worked for Tony Stark because that's what it seemed like in Ant-Man. It was, he said, I got government grants and look at this. Right, but here's the thing. They all lived at Avengers Tower. Like he, Tony Stark paid for everything, food, clothing, everything. So yeah, they worked for them, but they they might have made just a government subsidy so that he he could, Tony could catch the write-off. And he definitely wasn't getting checks after Civil War. He signed him a cap. So Tony wasn't writing them checks. That's shit. Um, <laughs> low key though, I will say this man, Sam was like low key the bravest of the Avengers because this nigga got his ass whooped for yeah. six episodes. No superpowers, no temptation to try superpowers, wings getting ripped off. Yeah, like he got every like that was a brave, foolhardy motherfucker because I would not never. Not one. He's a bad bitch. He's definitely he a bad a bitch. B- it just it gets really bitch. weird though. It just gets really weird because his politics are a little bit like hang the flag at at Fourth of July. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's weird. But he's definitely a bad bitch. But I know. I, I, do... I think because I know niggas like that. I don't. And maybe it's because I'm from the south. But I it don't mm-hmm. bother me as much because like that dude lives up the street from me and right. like like Facts. he he helped with the baseball team. He wasn't on no coon shit. If you walked up on his yard and you was white, you could catch the buck fifty real quick. So it wasn't. It wasn't like look at this sellout nigga liking the flag. It right. was we fought for this, and I'll be mm-hmm. goddamned if y'all gonna tell me it's not mine too. It like so it just it was right. like a different vibe of of like taking that mantle not as a understanding the burden, but taking that mantle and being like because we 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 it belongs to us too and. I'll be damned. I'll let y'all have this. Yeah, I, I yeah. really do. I do like um, seeing We Are Not a Monolith like on mm-hmm. screen. I really do like that. It took me a yeah. minute to appreciate that at all. I think because we're so used to whoever the black character is, 
they're supposed to represent all of blackness and that's how it's taken. And so there's some discomfort when you see a black person up there that doesn't represent you. Not only that do they don't represent you, but they're actually doing shit that's like counter to your yes. politics. It yes. can feel very weird and bizarre. But I, mm. I really did appreciate seeing Isaiah's take on things later on. So it's like, okay, it's just clear that Sam is this particular right. type of dude. And that I do like seeing like on screen, like we are different. We all yeah. have different politics. We all think different things. It's not just, you know, Janicia doesn't date white guys. I date black dudes and they sometimes say the same shit that's right. counter to my politics. So it's good to see that portrayed on screen. And I hope that we're entering a space where we can see more of that and not feel like every black person on the screen has to be representative of right. our entire politics. It made know? it feel real. And then also yeah. like the Dora Miller J being there on air, like this is just what we here for. We don't actually give a fuck about this shit. What is he doing out of prison? Like Facts. I love, I just love it. There was just different. There was a lot of blackness and just a bunch of different types. Even Patriot had a different type of attitude about it than even Isaiah or Sam. Like I just loved, mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved all that. I also I love that they went and they reminded them they were they had the shield at the grace of them, right? Because they was mm -hmm. about to dip, and it wasn't even. I like to call her, hey yo, she didn't even take it. <laughs> hey, she yo. didn't even take it, yo. It was her. It was the C squad. Who, yes. who was that girl's name? Who picked it up? It was her. It, it was her partner. It was it, partner was, it wasn't even a partner. She probably Okoye was like, yo, can you go ahead and go get Zemo? And then she probably looked and was like, you, let's go. And that you, <laughs> she took the shield. Okay, mm -hmm. so no, you know, just some random. And I love that they were like, you guys have this, the arm, the shield, you have it by the grace of us. Yes. And don't forget yes. it. And we're going to yes. leave it here because it doesn't mean anything to us. And I thought that was a great, mm -hmm. a great scene. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there was a lot of people that were talking about that scene and how um, ableist it was towards Bucky. And I was like, I'm going to need you guys. I understand what you're saying, but I need you to think about this for a second. He lived with them. They took care of him and built him that arm. Yeah. And he is raising it against them. Yeah. So you can, from the outside looking in, if you don't know the backstory, okay, yes. If you just tuned in and just saw a gif of a woman popping a person's arm off, right. I can see how you would say that. But the backstory is he is raising an arm that they created for him against them. After he killed that, their president, their king. Yes. Like right. he was, and he's had, that, he was like well, a whole brainwashed but dude. Did, but he didn't kill him. It was Zemo who did it un, in the disguise yeah. of Bucky. Yeah. So, but no. he freed, but he's freed, but he freed, right. the, he freed Zemo though. Right. And, so and yeah, he's like, like, he was brainwashed for a while too. So it's also like, dude, you know that if they do this to you again, we can't just like this, like giving you a cannon on, on your arm and just being like, yeah, uh, well, look, man, we don't want to be dicks and uh, take it back. So listen, th that would be mean. We got to let them kill people. So I kind of got that. Oh, yeah. No, I think if he ever showed up at, you know, the the border of Wakanda, they would literally electrocute him with the arm. Right. <laughs> Which is really like for that scene. They showed how dangerous Bucky was. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. They showed him. In that club, I was scared of Bucky. I forgot yeah. he was a winter soldier was so for a good. second. Because he was out here, look at me and Bucky. I got a nice haircut and I'm flirting with black women. And then all of a sudden he in the club and he's washing. And he looked like he was people. having a good time washing. That's what I'm saying. Too. The dress and, still fits. That dress yeah. still fits. <laughs> and you know what the dress still fits. And you know what? Not just that. It didn't even look like he was working hard. Like no, he was man. washing them. 
And he was like, uh, he looked annoyed, like bothered. Like what a good he was in a Tiger Showman's or something. <laughs> you said Tiger Showman. Why did you say Tiger Showman? <laughs> I always use that like, you know, you walk into a Tiger Showman's. I feel like all those little white kids come and try to fight you. So <laughs> oh I just <laughs> show oh you that they know karate. <laughs> what right. a good actor too, because like that's just another layer of like, this nigga went back five movies to be like, and remember when I used to be mm-hmm. like this? It's like, Y'all really be acting, man. Y'all are so good. Sebastian, say I, I have a question, and this is just a general question about this Flag Smashers, and it's my last question. Okay. Did anybody else notice how they were all basically ethnically mixed? Mm-hmm. Except yeah. for, I think, one yes. sister. They all looked like they were mixed. They yeah. were Benetton and ad. Ben had a name for them. What you call them, Ben? The Benetton ad. They were like Benetton, you know, Benetton soldiers. Oh. <laughs> like, like, and, and, the, and the other side of it is that they're all super attractive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Super. Mm-hmm. And it's such, it, yeah, but that's, but it's also designed to make you side with them and be like, oh, look at these guys. When I said from the jump, Carly's plan is never a good plan. You know, I don't know if it's like underwritten or whatever, but it's just like the most ridiculous plan. But people were like, oh, she's good. And these people, no, she wants to kill half of the world. Right. That's her plan. You know, that's the only way to achieve what she got before. But she you grew know. up in this, right? She, how old is Carly? She's like 19. Whether or not, well, 19. That's not so imagine, yeah. But just imagine, I'm not, yo, I'm not rational. I called her a terrorist. I agree yeah. she's a terrorist. No, I'm just see, saying, you already rationalized John Walker. Too late. Yo, n- I'm still with him. I'm still with John. I'm going to leave. And when Wyatt, raised into this, yo, okay? Why you Russell? Don't say nothing to me, okay? When y'all see him at my crib, don't say y'all nothing gotta, to me. Okay? She's, trying to get on, she's trying to get on Kurt Russell's payroll. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. He wearing that costume. Right. You gonna make him wear the costume? Absolutely. No, no, the black Russell, one, the actor, but black, amazing. <laughs> but black. Yeah. Yeah. No, her. but you know that's his son. Yeah, I know that's his son. No, that's Tatiana. You know, the, you know Wyatt Russell is Kurt Russell. It's Kurt Russell, the yeah. Golden Hans. Yeah. I, and yeah. he's the girl he's with looks exactly like um his sister Kate. Hudson. Yeah, it's creepy. So it's, it's time it's for creepy. him to leave her yeah. and it's like creepy. get some yeah. sisters. But either way, <laughs> oh my god! All right, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm off it. But that's either way, she comes grew out. Up. She grew up right with no borders. Okay. Okay. N- nobody's really poor. Like everybody's being fed. And then who asked? For these people to come back just because the Avengers were sad? No, wow. everybody wow. probably was asking for wow. them to come back because yeah, that's yeah, half yeah. of the people on the planet. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm going to veto that it wasn't just the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Not the kids, though, right? But I, I felt Not like the monsters. The kids that had like parents that might have got blinked out probably took them too. I yes, would like probably. my parents back. Yo, that's I don't, me. I'm just Carly's saying. Yeah, like Monica, Carly, like Monica Carly, wants her mama back. <laughs> yo, but in Carly's right. situation, right? She was an orphan. Mama Donia, and it yeah. was some of it was taken mm-hmm. out. She was an orphan, so she was an orphan who didn't have to live like Annie. You get what I'm saying? She was an orphan chilling, and then now they got her. They're like, "Yo, you on the streets?" You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'd be a little upset. Um, but she is a terrorist, and after I was, I'm still upset that Sam was like, "Oh, please, like, if you threaten my sister, I'm gonna kill you." I'm sorry, you know, <laughs> and my nephews, you're dead. I love yeah, how she went too far. She went too far with that. Mm-hmm. I love how Marvel was um, is really committed to this blip. Because, like, this mm-hmm. is the kind of thing that most companies they just need be like, to how be. do we fix this as fast as possible so we can act like it didn't happen? And now we're, like, whatever, three, four media pieces into this, and it's still, everything is like, no. If five years people experienced five and five years of people didn't, yeah. it would fuck everything up. And it's like, yeah, it, I'm, I'm interested in what y'all are going to do with this with Loki and, all the, and, and the next Spider-Man and all that stuff. 
Yeah. Rod, the, but, the funny thing um, about that is, go ahead, um, yeah, they said they weren't going to mm. until the pandemic hit. And that's when they were like, well, not everyone in the world has experienced a, something like a blip where everyone has gone through, you know, this thing together. And so now they're like, we can fully explore it and keep going hard with it. So you're going to see a lot more of it, you know, coming up. Right, right. Um, we have about 10 minutes left. Um, I wanted to make sure that everyone in the chat, we have a great deal of people in the chat today. Hello, how are you? If you have a question for anybody on the panel or the panel itself, please put your question in the chat box. We'll make sure we'll get to a couple of those before we end here. Um, just two more characters that we didn't really talk about that I want to make sure we all get to. Um the first, or, or you can say it in any order, I don't care, but the first being Joaquin, uh, played by Danny Ramirez, and also Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, Julie Louis-Dreyfus. We got to talk about these people, particularly because they are threads into the future of these of, of the the path of Sam and, every, and U.S. agent, his stupid-ass name. I know that's from the comments, but it's so dumb. But <laughs> we got to talk about them and where these people are are taking the story. So does anyone ha want to share any thoughts about either uh, Val, as she hates to be called, or Joaquin, who is going to probably end up being the new Falcon? The one thing about Val, of course, I love Julie Dreyfus. I think she's incredible. But the one thing that about Val, and it's something that I get annoyed about, even though I read the comics, is how we impose the comic stories on the MCU. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes this clusterfuck of theories yeah. or people try to like make things that they aren't so you know everyone's yelling like madam hydra madam hydra it's mephisto it's mephisto <laughs> yeah those same people couldn't see about systematic racism in this show but they saw mephisto in like wanda right. blinking five <laughs> right. times but right. i didn't I, that's one thing that i couldn't enjoy her because everybody's like she's madam hydra you, we all know that's what she's famous for i was like Yo, when she was Madame Hydra, she still wasn't bad. She was a double agent and it was for a short mm -hmm. amount of time. And I was like, we don't know what she, maybe she'll be an Amanda Waller type character, um, which I'm hoping they're going to push her to where she's kind of setting what that, um, what's Whitey McWhite Man's name? Um, hey, Whitey McWhite John Man? Walker? Uh, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, right. oh. um, I'm sorry. Oh, what from Wonder Woman. Oh, wait, 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 Vision. I'm sorry. He's just the widest. <laughs> the director, like Tyler, Tyler Hayward. Is who yes, the I'm sorry. mad you can accept. I'm mad that you hate Tyler, but you like John Walker. Because That's you know right. what it was? The thing about Tyler that made me oh, hate him Tyler. is when Monica was trying to advocate and then he showed like, oh, this who you protecting and showed her chucking and jiving against her when she was being brainwashed. I was like, um, absolutely not. Never again. I'm gonna like him. But he did have a point in like, we sit here with like our dick in our hands and if the Avengers aren't available, what are we going to do? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I think I'm hoping that's where she's going to go. And I, I would love to see her character um, go into that direction. And I, the Joaquin, I thought was just uh, for right now, just the Easter egg to shut up the fanboys. You, okay. know, you get what I'm saying? Like who, yeah. who look, they gave him the wings. We ain't going to see him for a minute. Um, in the way that, you know, Elijah was kind of a, an Easter egg that they sprinkled in, but didn't even show him like crunch, pick up a heavy pot like his grandfather. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I just think it was just something that pacified us since, you know, Mephisto wasn't in WandaVision. Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. they didn't give us, to me, they didn't give me enough of either character for me to be Same. too excited about them. Okay. So hopefully we'll I see. I have um... more. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, I, was gonna, I hopefully we see more in season two. Yeah, I was going to say, I have more to say about that janky wannabe shield 
that John mm-hmm. Walker made than I have to say about those right. two characters. Did y'all see? Can we? Yes, we talk about that janky, <laughs> right. janky ass, melted dollar ass, store. banged up dollar ass dollar store. They, they spent so much time. They spent so much time showing us him putting that shield together. <laughs> I thought it was gonna <laughs> be did. like. Give me something. What is special about this janky ass shield? I want somebody to put Home Depot music up against just that scene. Yes. <laughs> like, I knew that shit was going to crumble the minute he brought that shit out. That shit looked like janky. a man of paper mache. Fuck out of here. It was like Bishop Price, my first shield. Yes. yes. My first shield. My first my first Cap cosplay. Yeah. Janky. So bad. I would have rather them show him go and buy a cosplay shield. That's what I would have wow. rather see. That I would have enjoyed that scene more. Yeah. Oh, Ben, I mean, say, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I gotta agree with you. Like, like I just was laughing about that whole situation. And that's like, probably why I ended up hating John less towards the end. Cause he just kept, he was just clownery to me. Like after a while, it was just, we're back at the circus with John Walker. So he, just, <laughs> he, he, he just, and, and again, that, and, and, the thing is, he's still dangerous, right? Because, and that's what I kept saying earlier about, like, and like all of that stuff all comes hand in hand with his indoctrination, with him being entitled, all this other stuff. At the end of the day, all of that mixed together into this white man who now is going to get, you know, access to stuff, you know, potentially weapons and, and all sorts of things. He is going to be exponentially more dangerous. So that that's my main concern with him. But right now, he's clownery. Um, also, um, I, 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 when you brought it up, I didn't uh, get a chance to say, but. Yeah, uh, I really did like Sarah in this uh, show. She felt like yeah. ground- she made Sam feel grounded and real. She made yeah. that like his whole background felt like he was an actual character now, as opposed to just like yeah. this dude that kind of like I like Steve Rogers. Let's see where this goes. Like so, that was really dope. Um, I actually really liked the flirting between her and uh, Bucky. Um, like that, like at low key, that made me come around on Bucky way more than any of the shit he did with Sam. Well, I was like, maybe he all right. I don't know. She she like him. I guess, you know, we give him a shot. So uh, I really like that. And then the fact that she's like a mom in this joint, a business owner, like like part of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she has her own arc, too, of like having to come around on like the boat and this like uh, acceptance, uh, too, because it felt like her kind of buying in at some point to the same country that had done same, Sam wrong, but just in her own way. Yeah, um, and she was really a, she was a real one to tell him fuck that yeah. old black man. Sands not even hearing the conversation. That's a real that's a real sibling. Okay, because it's facts. a lot worse out there. Yeah, I just I just can't get over like because to me Janicia like she she Sarah has some of your energy like she's the ones like you the type of black man that would wear that like you you the type mm-hmm. <laughs> like she has that energy with him. So I I'm just saying. Um, there was one question from the chat I wanted to share. It comes from Chelly. They write. How do you feel about Captain America 4? Now that we know that that is basically Anthony Mackie's, um, well, excuse me, Sam Wilson's movie, what do you feel about it? I instantly thought, yeah, dragging it. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. I like no. I like this show, but I was like, this is, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And it, it'll be good. Everything Marvel does, I enjoy. Um, but I just, I don't know. I felt like the story was completed with the cookout. Let's leave it there. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be so dope because those Captain America movies are low-key just Avenger movies. Yeah. They're not, they haven't been Captain America movies since the first one. It's just like yeah. Captain America and then every fucking Avenger shows up and they have a fight or they do something. So I figure if you do that with Mackie, um, it'll just be just as good as the other ones were. Um, and then also, I just really love that Mackie's playing this character because he hasn't done a bad interview since. 
because he used to do real coon up interviews that I hated. And someone told him, shut the fuck up and get this bag. And he just be like, watch the show. Like, that's all he be saying. Just watch the movie. Watch the yeah. show. And we need that. You know what I'm saying? We yes. need a world where Mackie isn't like taking every third interview and being like, I tell my wife, get in the kitchen. Make me a sandwich. Yeah. Like, we don't need that, yeah. brother. Yeah. She hate me again. Yeah. Danny um, said Mackie ain't getting no um, any Avengers. Well, here's, here's Watch. the thing. I bet he will. But here's the thing. I, I honestly think he will, but he y'all will. are forgetting that the Avengers are going to be different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I think, first of all, he and Bucky are going to have to go back to Wakanda to get stuff fixed. Bucky's going to have to get his arm tuned up. He's going to have to get his shield fixed. Something's going to go wrong with Red Wing. So I think there's going to be some tie to Black Panther or, or you know, the next Black Panther movie. Right. For, um, Natasha's dead, but I think after this n- new movie, we're going to get a new Black Widow. I, I believe that also, on top of everything else, they're setting up in every single one of these shows a Young, young Avengers. Yes. Yeah, so I absolutely. think Sam is going to be in a situation where he is not going to have a team. Mm-hmm. And remember that Captain America 4 is going to come after Hawkeye. We're setting mm-hmm. up Kate. We yeah. already have um, Cassie Lang. Mm-hmm. We already have, we're about Monica. to get, right, we have Monica. We're about, well, Monica wasn't really a Young Avenger. Right. Um, but we're about to get America. In like, uh, doc- mm-hmm. in Doctor Strange, I mm-hmm. believe, mm-hmm. and also that's what I was going to also say about um, Valentina. Valentina, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, but I thought Julie Louis Dreyfus was already confirmed for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, so Not that I know of. She's she's in Black Widow though. She's okay. in Black Widow. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think we're going to, I think they're going to set up the Young Avengers mm-hmm. in Sam's Captain America. He's going to be like, I don't have a band to put back together. Right. And this is where I want Eli to show up like, oh, you didn't ask if I had powers, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, so I think, because by then he'll be the last piece of the puzzle. So I'm excited for Captain America 4, not because of Mackie. Right. Not because of the, not because of the crazy suit. That's yeah. got air conditioning, but because of the <laughs> because of the fact that I think we're going to be seeing the Young Avengers set up, and we've been waiting long enough for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm very basic. Yeah. I like movies, so uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like all of this, all this extra shit. I do this after the movie comes out. Just right. I'm yes. I'm I want the movie. I'm fucking excited. I'm here for it. It's going to be great, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. That's a yeah. good point. Rod, uh, you excited for it? Oh, I'll say, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm on. Yeah, it's a Marvel movie. Like, Janisha said, that's the other thing. I don't pretend I'm not going to watch a Marvel movie. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Who, yeah. who what, still what, what does is this, that? DC? What are we talking about? DC? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> What's going on here? Come on. It don't matter Come who on. the character is. They could literally just skip to, like, Joaquin the Phoenix. I'll be like, yeah, we, uh, the Falcon, we're it. doing it. Let's you go. said Joaquin the Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I could, yo, I can't get the taste of Anthony Mackie on my mouth. I think it is. I think I really think that's all it is. Even and I think that's all it is. I'm like, he gonna be in a whole movie because even in this show, he wasn't the lead. Like I felt like there were like three yeah. other leads. Like, it was Bucky's show for a minute. It was yeah, Bucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So to Anthony Mackie's credit, to his yeah. credit, I did listen to a recent interview. He was on um Quest Love's podcast, whatever mm-hmm. that show is mm-hmm. called, or whatever. And he just sounds like a regular black dude who don't have my same politics. We have yep. family members that say wild, yes. respectable, ignorant shit. Yep. So he's just a regular black dude from New Orleans that says shit that I don't agree with. 
Right. And I actually I found him just to be an entertaining regular dude. It was it was actually nice to listen to him be a regular black dude. So right. I would say if you're an Anthony Mackie hater, I'll raise my hand as as team anti Anthony Mackie. That's a good interview to listen to him just be a regular dude and you just be like, "All right, we just don't agree, but you're not you're not white." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we talk about him like he's a white man. He's not a yeah, white man. No. He just we got different politics, you know? Uh, oh my god. Okay. We talked so much, and this was amazing. We talked so much about everything about the season, uh, and maybe the only season of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. We went through all the characters, the themes, the plots, what we were seeing for the future. Y'all have been incredible. Thank you to everyone in the chat who has joined us. There's a lot of people here. And again, I just want to really, really, really give all of you our flowers and all the flowers because each and every one of you here on the panel here are doing amazing things. Uh, to be cliche, y'all doing it for the culture, but also y'all really <laughs> doing it big. So before we go, I want everyone to just have a chance to say your name, where people can find you. And if you want to plug something, please do. And anybody go first. My name is Janicia. I'm one half of Tea with Queen and Jay podcast. And you can find us wherever your favorite podcasts are played. We dismantle white supremacist patriarchal capitalism every episode and it's fucking great. And so if you find me there, you'll find all the other shit that I'm doing. So that's T with Queen and J podcast. All right. All right. I'm Frankie. You can find me on most platforms as Fantastic Frankie, F-R-A-N-K-E-Y, with the exception of Twitter. Um, I'm the fanboy fighter. If you like to debate anime, comics, anything, sci-fi, yo, I just have a good time, y'all. And it's just a lot of fun to see. I don't even drop hot topics like that anymore. And we still fighting in the comments. So if y'all want to really have some fun and really like do what nerds do, definitely pull up. It's a good time. Um, I'm Karma, a.k.a. The Board Girl. You can find me um, usually on Twitter or Instagram. Um, my live show, my live Twitch show, The Board Girl Live, comes back for season four. But... It's going to now be on my Twitch channel. I was doing my show through SMYC. Now, if you go to twitch.tv slash the board girl, you will be able to see my show. Uh, we uh, Season four is going to be Star Wars Day. And my first guest is going to be Preeti Jibber, who's written several Aww. Star Wars books and a Sp Spider-Man book. First hour, I'm going to be doing this with y'all in the chat, talking about a bunch of different things out, like Yasuke and things like that. And the second hour, we'll be talking about all Star Wars. So please come through. Also, I have a Patreon now. Patreon.com slash the blood girl. Cause I gotta pay for this team. Yo. Um, with something. <laughs> we feel so, you. <laughs> I'm not big time like for all nerds. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, and you can find uh me, Rodimus Prime on Twitter. Um, I don't look for me to be arguing. Don't I don't wanna do that. So you find me to agree with me, retweet me, or don't really talk to me that's cool and then uh you can listen to our uh the podcast i do with my wife karen uh five days a week it's called the black guy with tips is exclusively on spotify so check us out on spotify share us like us all that type of stuff follow yeah. us hey karen are you talking about four nerds look at rod and them they exclusively on spotify okay <laughs> i know that's i know different. i want to be, be y'all when i grow up you gotta put on a captain america costume though and that's what they got us <laughs> doing out here so <laughs> 
We showing up at HBCUs dancing and shit. I don't know if you want to do this. Dancing all in the video. <laughs> yes, and it is us, myself, Tatiana King, and DJ Ben Ami. We are of Views from the 616, the blackest MCU podcast in all the realms, powered by Fall All Nerds. You know the umbrella. You know the fan fam. Thank you, everybody who has joined. Again, as we said, please make sure you are following on us following us on all the platforms at For All Nerds. Make sure you're following us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash For All Nerds, because you'll be able to see us in all of our wondrous melanated glory and um, yelling on the mic. That's what we do. Make sure you are following there. If you can, please also subscribe. We appreciate that. If you have Amazon Prime, you get a free, what, sub every month. You just got to resub. Um, just make sure you are following For All Nerds that way or subscribing to For All Nerds that way. And also, if you loved what you heard, please make sure you also support us. If you can, hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash For All Nerds. Or, or and, and or, you can also hit us up on our Tee Public. You see this beautiful shirt I have on as well as the one that DJ Ben Amin is wearing. He's wearing the Views from 616 logo. I'm wearing our Inclusion is Revolution design by Chrissy Chung. Go to tpublic.com slash stores slash for all nerds to get yours and you can get the design on anything could be a mug could be a pillow could be a shirt could be a mask whatever you like go get it that being said thank you everybody who has joined us thank you to the panel this was amazing i had a blast and we will talk to everybody soon have a great night uh we will be on twitch tomorrow twitch.tv slash for all nerds uh, i'll probably be djing at one and then we'll we'll play this episode sometime after that all right y'all lamar's life mattered <laughs> <laughs> good night Bye.